0: so bad to you one thing i said that i would never do a look from you and i would fall from grace and that would wipe the smile right from my face thing that to know With bigger things, you catch a full and ride the dragon's wings. Cause it's the heat of the moment, the heat of the moment. you remember
1: Now you drink white
2: Gatorade and smell like nickel. You
0: know what I really love?
2: <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass.
3: Hit it, Bro. Listen
0: up, ass face,
4: ass.
5: ass face. You're getting some ass. Woo! Here we go. Ass. Call 775-357- F-A-N-S or 775 376 easy Good
6: a Tuesday morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of That's Right, you guessed it, the Barney State Show. Man, do we have a treasure trove of stuff to get to today. Holy shit, man. I I, I mean,
0: holy shit, holy shit,
6: holy shit. But first, before we before we do anything, let, let me uh, look back on the music there we started the show with. I was in a uh, an early 80s mood because I watched a video the other day on Billy Squire like a little three minute video I watched on Billy Squire. Billy Squire was cool as shit because he had this song. Right? MTV ruined Billy Squire. Um, I think this was the song. Billy Squire was a rock and roll dude, man. Like, Billy Squire was a badass guitar player, great singer. But that video, he was dancing around in a pink shirt with pink sheets and and in underwear. And, And after that video, his rock and roll career, straight downhill, man. One video. Man, you go from almost like David Lee Roth to fucking Boy George in one video. Yikes. Uh, Let me get the good mornings out of the way, and then we can recap the events of yesterday and and my rant that I went on, uh, which I will explain wholeheartedly. First one here today is Cowboy's Girl. Says, good morning, ass family. Numero una. Ah, the the female pronunciation of uno. There you go. Uh, Good morning, you Cowboy's Girl. Andrew says, happy Whataburger Pancake Tuesday, people. That'd be taco here in Texas. Uh, Hangtown Jen is next. She says, morning ass. Hey, hey Jen, I got something for you. The, the, (laughs) Dairy Dan the Ice Cream Man. That's right. Dairy Dan the Ice Cream Man. When a girl
2: inserts a roll of quarters into a guy's asshole, then proceeds to jerk him off while he is squatting and his penis is aimed towards a paper cup. When the guy comes into the cup, the pressure of the orgasm pushes the quarters out. So just like the old-time ice cream guys, you get a cup full of cream and change back. Girl, my man be smiling like a fat kid at Baskin Robbins. All because I gave him a Dairy Dan the Ice Cream Man, ate the snack, and spent the money. (laughs)
6: Dairy Dan the Ice Cream Man. Swoosh says good morning. Hope you don't get too much gas for your ass on this Taco Tuesday. Uh, jump back to 1982. Yeah, we went 82, 81, and then I believe 78, 79. And the music. Battleborn in Nebraska says, good morning, ass family. Arnie, I meant when I DM'd you last night. Much respect for you, my brother. Well, I do appreciate that. And uh, like I said, we, we will uh, get to it here in just a couple seconds. Um,
1: oh, my lucky stars.
6: Well, looky, looky who it is. Braddy Kid is in the house.
7: Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like
3: me when I'm angry.
6: Oh, boy, let me tell you, I try not to make you angry. I hope you have a fantastic day. Straight Fire says, just happy to be here. Derek says, good morning, ass Family. Time for Wimpy to pay up on this fine Tuesday. Andrew says, Billy Squire was the man. Uh, Warbird, in the house in Northern Nevada, says, good morning, ass Family. Please get out and vote for Joey Gilbert today for Nevada Governor. Yes, get sack of dicks out of that. that's not it. They can't put that on a ballot, Sack of Dicks. Dicks love sacks? Is, is that his name? Is, is that the, the the incumbent? Is Sack of Dicks an incumbent? Yeah, get that fucking trash out of there. It was actually Rock Me Tonight, and I love that album. It Was it Rock Me Tonight? Okay. Um, That was golden. Uh, Ogar buenos dias, mi amigo. How are you, my friend? Oh, okay, so let's see. Um, Oh, you know what? We didn't get to this yesterday. We got to get to Grady. I I did not play Grady Judd, and and this is Grady Judd doing a flashback to when he was an officer on the beat.
8: I get a call to go to the hospital that a man's been cut. So I go there, and here's this man, and he is cut to ribbons. I mean, he's cut up really bad. And he tells me his brother is drunk, at the trailer and has cut him. I walk up to the trailer door, trailer door is open. I see him jump up from where he's sitting in the kitchen and walk through the kitchen behind the petition. And when he comes from behind the petition, he's got that knife out. Well, when he comes from behind that petition, I have my gun out. And I told him clearly, you know what I'm saying? Clearly. Get a little closer, because I don't want to miss when I kill you. I'm going <laughs> to shoot you a lot. You know that fellow was drunk, but immediately it modified his behavior. He lost all interest in cutting me with that knife wow. when he looked down the barrel of that three fifty seven pistol. Woo. He said, I'm ready to go to jail. And I said, I'm ready to take you. There
6: you go. Grady Judd. Uh, Jen, you missed it? Oh, wait, here you go, the Dirty Dan the Ice Cream
2: Man. When a girl inserts a roll of quarters into a guy's asshole, then proceeds to jerk him off while he is squatting and his penis is aimed towards a paper cup. When the guy comes into the cup, the pressure of the orgasm pushes the quarters out. So just like the old-time ice cream guys, you get a cup full of cream and change back. Girl, my man be smiling like a fat kid at Baskin-Robbins. All because I gave him a Dairy Dan, the ice cream man, ate the snack, and spent the money.
0: There you go.
6: There you go. Uh, by the way, I, I ain't going to do the sound effect of the uh, t-shirt time, but a uh, t-shirt today. Oh, this is such a beautiful Arn Anderson t-shirt. Perfect for the mood that I'm in today. Oh, man. Oh. So, <clears throat> let, me, let me walk way back in time. Let, let, let's go back. To a time, well, if I can find a damn sound effect. There we go. When Arnie was a wee boy. When Arnie was five years old. Arnie had lost his mother when he was five months old. His father remarried when he was a year old. He stayed married to that woman for 26 years until she died. She raised Arnie. But at the age of five, Arnie's older sister, not the oldest, uh, tells Arnie that Arnie was the reason that the birth mom died and that the family was broken. Now, Arnie held on to that for many, many years. Never watched Star Trek because of it, because Star Trek was on and it always reminded me of Star Trek, so didn't really watch it. We get to a point in Arnie's life where Arnie has had enough and tries to end things. Arnie's father comes to be with Arnie, and Arnie has to ask that question because Arnie has to know, did he kill his mother? Was the birth of him too much for her? And the answer was no. No, it was a freak occurrence that happened with her heart. So a big rock was lifted off of Arnie's shoulders. But Arnie never forgave. Arnie always remembered it. And then the worst thing that could happen was Arnie's dad passed away. And the sister comes to town because... Arnie's dad has made her the executor of the will, which, fantastic, because I was in no shape to do it. She handles things, and we find out that Arnie gets a bulk of, Hey, my dad wasn't rich or anything, but dad left a, was an insurance man, left a lot of insurance things, and left Jordy to me. Not angered them, I would imagine, but let me tell you this right now. At that time, I forgave them. We, we sat down. We had a long conversation. I told her about that. She said she didn't remember saying it. And that's fine. She was 15, a hot-headed young lady. Oh, okay. We, we, we buried the knife. I, I mean, when, when she said she didn't remember it, that, that kind of it, it irked me. So I can't say that all was forgiven. But we had pushed enough to the side and things had happened. And we were going to come together now. Now, the oldest sisters never really played a role in, in the life, except well, I knew where she stood a long, long time ago. You Yankee fans will remember this. It was a Saturday afternoon, and the Detroit Tigers were playing against the New York Yankees, and Dave Ruggedy threw a no hitter. I watched that game in Centralia, Missouri, at my Aunt Dottie's house. And I remember it vividly because my oldest sister yelled at me that day. It was the first time she ever yelled at me when I referred to Jeannie as my mom. You know, my stepmom. The oldest sister said, she's not your fucking mother. And I knew right then and there that whenever I visited my sisters, I would have to call her Jeannie instead of mom, the woman who raised me. So I put all that behind me after we had this powwow and this talk how we we're going to start anew. And then my house was robbed. A lot of things were taken, a lot a lot of things were taken. So I called my sister, Patty. All I was looking for was some empathy. That's all I wanted. I I, I didn't want anything from her. I didn't want anything at all from her except somebody to listen. Well, Arnie, once you're out of that money, you're out. Okay. Okay. That's not why I was calling you. But okay, I'll, I'll let you go now. And I, I I had this 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 inkling in my in my gut saying that, eh, seems like somebody's going back on some things they said. Okay, we'll see how this plays out. Then I come to find out that my youngest niece is getting married. Very exciting. Uh, found out that it was uh, it, the wedding was only for the family, but that didn't include me. Okay, all right, interesting. So I sat back and I took it, and I took it, and I took it because I thought we had buried the hatchet. There's one family member I haven't mentioned yet. That's my nephew, Jay, who luckily had it. I was there the day he was born. And as luck would have it, he looked like my dad. Now, Jay was a cool kid. Well, he was a nerd. He was a dork because his mother let him and raised him to be a dork. But he was one of the coolest dorks. And he was in the circle, which was a straight line. Actually, it's a triangle. It was me, Dad, and him. And when, when my sister came out to, you know, do the Will stuff, she brought Jay with her, and Jay brought his girlfriend at the time. Who, by the way, he then asked to uh, marry. She said yes, and lo and behold, they got married in Lake Tahoe. Now it was a destination wedding; they didn't they didn't invite a lot of people. No, no big deal there. I had no idea it was happening. I I saw a post on uh, Instagram. I sent him a text. I said, "Hey, if you're getting married this weekend, congratulations." He says, "Yeah, thank you." Okay. Um, I no big deal, destination wedding, all right? See, and this is the funny thing. Are, are, am, am I that much of an asshole? Am I that intimidating that people just don't want to tell me things right to my face? Whether it's, I'm not invited, I'm not thought of as a member of the family, uh, well, let's see another example. Uh, oh, we're we're getting inducted into the Broadcasting Hall of Fame, but you're not. Do you think I'm not going to find this stuff out? I mean, I, 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 I'm capable of using social media. I'm not retarded. And that's where I saw it yesterday. And I had a feeling this was going to happen, and I knew that when this happened the bomb was going to go off. Um, So this weekend, they did a big celebration of this wedding. And everyone was invited. My cousin, who lives 20 minutes from me, who I have yet to see since I've been here, was there. Her kids were there. Everybody was there. This is the same cousin that we used to all make fun of. Incessantly behind her back because she was a fucking weirdo. I believe those are Patty's words exactly. But I don't I I, I, I digress. I digress. Um yesterday I had the the conclusion to write it on Facebook and I was in I, I, I'm in a great place about this because I am no longer tied to anyone, blood-wise. My family are the people that reached out yesterday to give me words of encouragement. My family is my wife. My family is people like Tommy. My dear friend Brian McNeil, he wrote me this morning saying if I was all right, and I am, I'm all right. I, I get worked up over the stuff over the years that I've let myself take. That's why I'm emotional, is because I'm feeling sorry for myself that I allowed people to treat me like that. All for the guise of their blood. Well, the bloodline ends here. I I have scrubbed all social media of any involvement with them. I'm going to work on my pictures soon. Uh, I'm going to learn how to crop and, and take people out of pictures because I guess that's what they do in the world. But I'm okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fine because now, now when I do what I wanted to do. When, oh, 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 here's the other thing they did behind my back. <laughs> oh, yeah, like I wasn't going to find this one out, right? They had an actual burial service for my father. That I wasn't invited to. Dead to me. Dead. And and, and I'm sorry. It, it, if you think that, that Jay doesn't serve any uh, explanation, oh, he does. He can go fuck himself, too. Gina or Quina, whatever name that Tom and I came up with, you can go fuck yourself. Patty, Mary Joe, I, You know what? I remember I used to say, and, and, and I'm going back to this because Bitter Arnie is here with this. My grandmother. Oh, by the way, I was her favorite too. You see, I was a favorite because I stuck it out. When dad's alcoholism got so bad, I was there. You ran, and you continued to run. But yesterday ended it all. If you're going to invite those people and you don't, just tell me. Hey, this is family only once again. So there you go. I never, ever, I want to contact one of them one more time, and that's when I'm in town to say, fuck you, I'm going to visit my father. I don't hate them. I'm indifferent to them. The, uh, the opposite of love is not hate, it's indifference, and I have nothing but indifference to them. Oh, what I was saying about my grandmother is that she got Alzheimer's, and I used to say, you know, it skips a generation, and I would prefer it not go to me, but I would rather it go to me because I don't want my sister to forget her children. Yeah, that's changing. I'm going to make sure that, that these these bridges that they've burned down, oh, I'm going to fucking nuke them. I'm going to make sure. And I told Brian this this morning. I can't wait until one of these motherfuckers needs a kidney. Oh, 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 oh man. Oh, I tell you this right now. Woo! When I get that phone call, hurry. Right. I, it's it's your whatever here, and we need we need one of your kidneys. We know you're a match. Yeah, fuck you, fuck you. Hey, you know how you blame me for mom? You can go ahead and blame me for your death too. Oh man, let's see what y'all had to say. Um, let's see. Uh, don't blame the kids. They've been indoctrinated. Yeah, well, fuck them. I meant what I said, Arnie. You bring so much laughter to people's lives. Your ass family appreciates you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Good morning, Arnie. I saw your post about your family. It made me really sad that you've been treated so bad for so long. You're a stronger person for coming out of this trauma, and they put you in. We love you. Well, thank you. Let's see. People use blood relations as an excuse to be true pieces of shit that they are and expect to still be supported. Mm Mm-hmm. Your sisters are slimy algae that form on the rocks on a beautiful lake. Just walk around all that shit and find the clear water of your friends. The friends who support and encourage and accept you. The ones who make you feel included and wanted. Family is nothing more than a genetic curiosity that many people take for granted. Oh, thank you. Ogre, I appreciate that. And I do that. That's why I call it the ass family. Because you guys accept me for me and I accept you for you. That's it. That, that, that's all that people want is to be accepted and be a part. And, and, and this whole family thing, I mean, you know, I, I I thought I had it in another place as well. And we all saw how that worked out to where my family are my listeners. Um, that's just evil. Wow, fuck them. Uh, if there's an issue with your sisters, your nephew should have stood up to her, mother or not. This is fucking weak. Uh family's not entitled to be a part of your life. Virtual (laughs) moving and middle fingers to those jerk-offs in the Midwest. Uh, I'm sorry, you're being treated this way. Uh, Sawyer's dad says, good morning, Arnie. Sounds like my family. Trust me, you're better off. The feeling of your blood is gone. It ain't a wonderful feeling. Did the same with my father's sisters. It's wonderful. Mm. If you need me some gasoline for that bridge burning, I'll be there with a 55-gallon drum, buddy. People suck, especially family. Arnie, do you do not have to apologize for having emotions or being emotional for any feeling you have about this? You will know when any explanations you are hurt. Your family by blood has been hurtful, whether it was intentional or not. Uh, they are thoughtless, rude, selfish, self-absorbed people. You are a smart man and looking beyond the ties of blood for your true family is often where you find the truest bonds, the best friends, and the most closely held family. I'm proud to call you my, and I'm cl- proud to call you my sister. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> I accept you. even though you're a Cowboys fan, nobody's perfect. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, enough about me. Okay, we got a lot to get to today. We got listener mail today. We got all kinds of stuff. Thank you for letting me get all that out. Uh, oh, well, let me read some text here. I got a bunch of text in here. Um, let's St. Brian says this. This means we can blame you for Biden too. Getting. <laughs> Uh, let's see, uh, hey, I'm sorry, I don't have social media to be able to check stuff like this, I'm here if you need anything, thank you, when they die and the favorite is left, hate consumes them, that's why my dad hates me, I was my grandparents' favorite, they died, I'm a piece of shit, yeah, oh yeah, oh, Arnie, I'm not here yesterday, I'm hearing this now, it's terrible, I can understand your pain, I do have close relatives that screwed me over in the past, it's not easy, but I wrote them off too, my life is better without them, yep, yeah, and, and that's why I scrubbed all my. I, I, I don't want any reminders of them. I, I don't want to see anything. They they want to put pictures of my dad up. They can put pictures of my dad up, but those are all mine. So they, they, they can go and fuck themselves as far as I'm concerned. Christmas just got cheaper. Oh, yeah. Well, fuck. Not like they ever fucking spent anything on me. Yeah, you know what my oldest sister used to do? This is a true story. At Christmas time. They would send a big box of packages. You know, this is back, you know, when I was growing up, seven, eight years old in the late seventies. You know, you get like a couple shirts in there. You know, this, that, and the other. But they'd send a big ass box, and they addressed it to Arnie and Jerry States. They would not put my mom's name on it. Oh, I was heated about that because we had to send it back, and they usually sent good presents, and my dad was pissed one year oh th- this was this was you want to know what my favorite gift of all time was from my sisters and and they presented this to all of us me dad and mom they gave us home movies that ended in 1970 Remember, this is a gift for, for, for my family, my dad, my mom, and me. And it was home movies from the 50s to the 70s, to 1970. You see, I wasn't born until 1971. Isn't that a hoot? Ooh, let's watch these home movies of these two girls and a woman I've never met, really. Really? The, the, the movies were of my two sisters, my dad, and my mom.
0: <laughs>
6: I don't know what their problem is. I wish I did. I wish I knew where this... Spark- look, look. Oldest sister called me a mistake once. It's okay. Hey. You know what? N- now I look back on it, and, and you know what? I, I wish I would have fucking had the tongue that I have now back then. You buck tooth fucking bitch. How about that? Did they find that camel stuff film your dad allegedly made? <laughs> no shit, right? Oh, yeah. Mary Jo used to have fucking Bugs Bunny teeth. Big old fucking honkers out there. Patty, I think, was just a slut. I, I honestly, like, she would go around and around. Yeah, and I, I remember when she she married her her husband is so much out of her league, and she just fucking beats him down. But enough about my former family. Let's start the show, shall we? That we we have so much good shit on the show today. I, I mean, we started with with Grady Judd. It, we've got a we've got audio from a video that I'm gonna play about a couple of uh, of these transgenders and what they're saying now. And it will truly, it won't amaze you or shock you. You'll just go, yeah, we saw that one coming. Uh, But first things first, the, the, the press secretary of the United States of America is the stupidest person on the face of the earth. So I guess it was last night. Uh, I was an accident, my dad got clipped after me, granted, uh, after they knew they had their golden child and could never get a finer thing, child, I set the bar so high. Uh, Kale says, damn it, I missed it, that's alright, just download the first part of the show, buddy. You know what I like about my family, we're openly and competitive about gift giving, uh, we openly try to be the one to get the gift that mom's gonna talk about. My brother is better off than I, he spends well more than me, but I'm fucking loving and crafty and I usually win. This year I won with a little figurine from Dogma, uh, Buddy Christ. She fucking loves him. (laughs) Has him on her yoga altar. I won. There you go. See, that's good competitive rivalry. See, I never had any competitive rivalry because, well, I was the golden child and still am. Um, So the press secretary decides that she wants to go on CNN and have a little chitty chat with Don Lemon. This is Corrine Jean-Pierre. And I can't believe this. CNN is turning. CNN, and, and, and you can watch her put Don Lemon in his place. Here you go
2: does the president have the stamina physically and mentally do you think to continue on even after 2024
7: you're asking me this question oh my gosh he's the president of the united states you know he i can't even keep up with it we just got back from new mexico we just got back um, from california uh, that is, uh, I, 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 that is not a question that we should be even asking. Just look at the work that he does. Look what he's how he's delivering uh, for the American public. How? Look that what that, uh, whoa, 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 that, that article that we're talking about is hearsay. It's salacious. That's not what we care about. We care about how are we going to deliver for the American people. How? We go-
6: uh, I, I've been waiting for two years. How are you going to deliver for the American people? I mean, she's like, she's, Don, you can't, you're not supposed, Don, you're CNN, you're on our side. Don, I know you're gay and I'm gay, but that doesn't mean we can't have a baby. Don! I mean... <laughs> Where
7: is it? Be even asking. Just look out the work that he does. There you go. I, 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 that is not a question that we should be even asking. Just look out the work that he
8: does. Even after 2024.
7: Don, you're asking me this? Don, question. oh my gosh. Don,
6: Don, your finger was in my butt earlier. I can't believe you're asking this. Can this old fart who gets lost and trips up the stairs? Does he have the cognitive power to go on past 2024? Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, let's see. Two back-level and they must be blowing smoke up each other's ass. Even if CNN turns, I'll still trust a Terminator robot in a skin suit more than them. Biden is delivering. Can we reject the package? I mean, it's rotten as hell. Well, I mean, if Don Lemon, and, and this is how I know this is ball bullshit. Any fucking journalist worth their salt on this earth would have had that as the follow-up. Come on, I I, I fucking battered it out. What has he delivered? Record inflation, record gas prices. What has he delivered? A mounting war in in Western Europe, if you think that's still happening. She actually, correct, he does work a lot. When Joe was here in New Mexico, he spent some time cooking in a taco truck. He held a fire hose at the front of the line of the forest fires and then sold some meth down the road on Route 66. Son is acting like 1999 Goldberg and not following the strip. Stock market meltdown. That's the best thing that we have to play. Uh, One of the best things we have to play today. I got to thank Chip for sending this to me. This is so great. This is so fantastic. Whoever put this together, fucking genius. Just check this out
9: a lot of folks out there a lot of folks out there making hold on there we go before i took office there was a lot of folks out there a lot of folks out there making some pretty bold predictions about how things would turn out
10: you might remember some of the predictions they're coming for your guns they're coming for your jobs and they're coming for your freedom they hate american energy and joe biden will shut it all down he's going to uh that if the If I became president, Biden's elected, he will wipe out your energy industry. Another prediction. Yeah, that was right. That is my favorite one, I must add, is that if I got elected, gas prices going five, six, seven dollars for a gallon. (laughs) Flood your communities with criminal aliens, drugs, and crime while they live behind beautiful gated compounds. (laughs) They try to take away your gun, Second Amendment. They want to take it away while they enjoy private security that's fully armed. I never understood that one. You spent trillions of dollars rebuilding foreign nations, fighting foreign wars and defending foreign borders. So for all those predictions
9: of doom and gloom six months in, here's where we stand. you want to use the word recession or depression? Think of a single mom struggling to put food on the table each month. You know, it's, uh, it's sad. So if your primary concern right now is inflation,
10: we could stop it in 30 minutes.
9: When I took office,
10: he finally went outside. He went to get an ice cream. Look, the bottom line is this. I say you're not doing a very good job. Because he can't take any questions now from the press. There
6: you go. Isn't it funny? The, the, I mean, how everything was true. Where can I get a copy of this? Here, hold on a second here. Uh, let me let me pull this up, and uh, here you go. There you are. I think China takes Taiwan when gas hits $10 a gallon. Oh, I, I think you might be right. Oh, man. You need to clip this post on Facebook. It's perfect. Uh, the only people he's delivered to are foreign countries. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and tons and tons of weapons for the Taliban and whoever else takes over over there. But, hey, he's he's cognitive enough. Don, Don, how dare you ask me that? Christ, sec. I mean, seriously.
3: Don! Don!
6: By the way, uh, there are a bunch of Democrats coming out there right now who are concerned about Joe Biden's leadership. They say that America's falling apart. AOC has not even pledged her loyalty to the Democrat. I mean... Um... Let's see, how about Joe tries to get a set of balls and face up to India? They're buying up a ton of Russia's oil and keeping their war machines afloat. Well, who's more... uh, I want to talk about this whole Saudi Arabia thing. How he called them out as a pariah state and now he's going to go visit there. But he hasn't really... But he says he's going to visit there, but he hasn't visited there yet. First of all, Let me just say this right now. There are a lot of people talking about Saudi Arabia right now, especially in the sports world, because of this new golf league that started. And people are coming after Phil Mickelson and Dustin Johnson. How dare you play in a league that's funded by the same people that funded the terrorists on 9-11 because they were Saudi nationals, blah, 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 blah. Now, before we start casting all stones here, let's remember that Saudi Arabia has money invested in pretty much everything here. If you shop at Walmart, guess what? Saudi Arabia is invested heavily in Walmart. I don't know if the House of Representatives are still all paid consultants to Saudi Arabia but at one time for about 30 or 40 years in this country every year the member uh, if you were in the house of representatives you got a check for $250,000 for being a paid consultant to Saudi Arabia it's true look it up i'm not saying that Saudi Arabia is not evil and is 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 Of course it is, because that's where all the fucking money is. And nothing's going to be done about it. Joe's going to go over there and probably, I don't know, throw up on a headdress of a sheik or a sheik or whatever the fuck they're called. You want to talk about too big to fail? That's Saudi Arabia. And, and the reason, and here, this is the worst part of it. We've allowed it. We've allowed it. Because there are people out there that think, oh, man, this oil's going to run out someday. Now, I'm not a scientist. I've never studied it. But it seems like we're not running out. I mean, certain patches close, so you got to dig deeper than you find more. It's one of these things that's a natural resource. Yes, it's a very dirty natural resource and we should work on things to make them make 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 fuels and things like that cleaner. Absolutely. Don't get me started. But while we're doing it, we have to use this old antiquated system. They're called shakes when Michael J. Fox visits Dubai. And the fact of the matter is is that if we were to try to do something, this is how dire the situation is. This would be like me going to my sister Patty and saying, please love me. I mean, she is the evildoer that Saudi Arabia is. And and we as a whole, as a country, we, we do that because if we were to try to back down from them, you think China's got a lot of shit here? Mm, I'm just telling you. I still don't like it. I don't like that the Saudis have a golf league, but, you know. And these golfers that play in this league, hey, you knew the risk going in. This whole idea that everybody's so mad that, oh, well, what about if, if this league fails, will they be able to come back? They, be? they knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing going in. PGA has come and flexed to, to, to protect their product, and I can't blame them for protecting their product. It's all dumb. It's people that, and the PGA is just doing their job. You, you know how we say that on this show? You, you know how this is, is one of our favorite things to play?
11: Do your fucking job.
6: Well, that can be said. to the uh, Attorney General of the United States of America, Merrick Garland, by the way, who should have to change his last name from my hometown because you are not worthy of that name, sir. Even though Garland is a cesspool now and it's fallen apart, there is growing pressure to enforce federal law prohibiting picketing outside justices' homes. What? Wait, there's growing pressure to enforce a federal law? Why should there be growing pressure? Why are we not enforcing federal law? By the way, the streets are packed in Washington, D.C., and they're packed because people are protesting the Supreme Court right in front of the Supreme Court, you know, where they should be protesting in front of the Supreme Court. If they want to protest, not in front of houses that belong to Supreme Court members, especially when a guy runs on the property with a gun. You think the bank put a 10 day business hold on their $250,000 checks? <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if America sees the golfers' money under anti-money laundering guides? Oh, they, they, you know, look, here's the thing. The federal government's not going to get involved with the the golfers. It, it's the PGA and all this kind of stuff. Uh, I, I think it was a stupid move on their part. Espe- it, especially with the troglodytes that you have in the PGA, which and I use that lovingly when I say troglodytes. Because Rory, uh, Rory McIlroy this weekend just shoved it. He, he pretty much took his cock out and shoved it in Greg Norman's eye when he said, yeah, yeah, I got my 21st win. That's, uh, that's one more than a certain somebody. Greg Norman only has 20 wins on the PGA Tour. And then Do- Justin Thomas came out. He was talking all kinds of shit, knowing he's going to have to face these guys. The worst thing that could happen to the PGA Tour this week, the worst thing, is if Phil Mickelson or Sergio or Dustin Johnson, if they win the U.S. Open. If they win the Open and then go back to the LIV Golf, LIV Golf has credibility immediately. That will be fun to watch. PGA could face an antitrust lawsuit. They have to allow those players back. Uh, all right, well, I'll have to look into that, Dan. Thank you. I appreciate that. But the bigger story is, is that is why are we not? Why are we? I'm looking at a crowd right now out in front of Judge Kavanaugh's house, and it's not like some big spatial manor. I mean, it, it, it's a regular house, and there are police all in front of the house and his neighbors. I'm telling you right now, if a Supreme Court justice lived in this neighborhood, I'd be running over some fucking protesters. I'd be like, you can't convict me of that. You ain't convicting them of doing this, so why are you convicting me of that? Hmm. Demonstrations in violation of the statute are not legitimate First Amendment activities. Thank you. You cannot hide behind the first... Well, you can try to hide behind the First Amendment on this, but you can't. You're trying to intimidate a judge? You're Al Capone. That's what they're doing. They're trying to intimidate judges, which is what the mafia used to do. They show up over at your house... Mafia guy rings the doorbell. Ah, uh, scusi. Baba de Che Que cosa?
3: Baba de boopi? 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 Baba Tu sei un pazzo. via da qui? Baba de boopi? Sono stanco di teatro. Doi un pugno di testa. Io ci con questa carne.
6: See? See? That's how it all goes down. And then the judge rules another way. Isn't that weird how that works? Speaking of doing your job, I found this video and I wanted to share this with you, ass family. Um, I just have the audio of it though, and this is a guy who's addressing uh, young men who are going off into the work world.
12: I know this don't sound like much coming from my country, ass, but if you get into construction, listen to me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a phrase that'll save your life in this hustle till you. you don't have to introduce yourself it'll make you a lot of money too a lot of money be the guy that everybody remembers goes, man he got that shit done when he said he was gonna do it i didn't hear no complaining i didn't hear no bitching i didn't hear no i didn't hear no gripes you ever heard that expression we don't want to hear the labor pains we just want to see the baby that's what people are looking for they ain't saying go up and kill yourself trying to do it what they saying is go up there and get it done I got other shit to go do, and I'm depending on you to do it. Be that guy they can depend on. all that matters. Be that guy. Remember, people, it makes the world a lot easier for you. You don't have to look for a job anymore because people will call you.
6: Boy, I saw that the other day, and I was like, this guy needs to go on tour. This guy needs to speak at high schools. This guy, this guy should be a guidance counselor. Man, oh man. Go out there and do your job. You don't have to break your neck doing it. Just do your job. No excuses. Do your job. Someone who I've come in contact with uh, recently has been uh, hit with a lot of questions about the future they they have a lot coming up in the future and all they have are they, they have an answer for everything but the answer is an excuse excuses don't pay the bills they don't put clothes on your back and they don't put food in your belly Be a person of your world, uh, exactly. Uh, just because we're country doesn't mean we're dumb. Uh, words of wisdom, right there. This is why I still get at least ten appraisal requests a day, and I've been out of the uh, private appraisal world for three years. Yet lately, or daily, I get calls, text, emails, begging me to do the appraisal because they know I'm competent, hardworking, and get the job done at a reasonable price. Well, I used to. Look. It doesn't. It doesn't cost you anything to show up early. N- not at all. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. It doesn't cost you anything to be polite. It doesn't cost you anything to do your job. So if you can do all those, until people are not polite to you, I'm not telling you to eat eat bowls of shit from people every day like I did my sisters for years. Do your job and you will go far in this world. And if you're able to do more and do more in your job, then do more in your job. And people see this and this is how this is how you move up the corporate ladder. Plenty of guys I know who started in construction who now own construction companies. Good construction companies, not just, you know, Al's House of Repairs. Why? Because they worked. And and for a while, for me, it sucked because some of my friends were in the construction where they had to work when I was done at work. You know, I, I was done doing my fucking radio job. I wanted to go play golf. I wanted to do, do go do cool shit, but they couldn't go because, well, they had to work. But that's why they're in the positions that they are today. And Merrick Garland, how dare you? You, you get the job uh, of the, the attorney general, the highest-ranking police officer in the United States of America, and you are not enforcing a federal law? Well, what other federal laws are you allowing to happen? Oh, I know, the transportation of fentanyl across our borders. Because your bosses, they, they don't tell you to stop that. And you don't know to stop it because, well, police, I guess, in your eyes, are just stupid. I've used Al's House of Repairs. It's a great company. Brian just texted me. He says it costs nothing to do your job, but it costs something to not do your job. Your job. I have a pay me now or pay me later. I hustle hard now so I can rest easy when I want to retire. Absolutely. There's not a lot of people I know that work harder than my friend Brian. I will say that right now. Uh, whatever happened to Dave Coe? Dave Co is working on Dave Coe. That's all I can say. I miss him. Uh, Source dad says, I have a motto. I do my job well enough that when I go on vacation like this week, no one has to worry about my job when I'm not there because it's done. I'm the only one in my company as a manager that does this, and my owners love it. Even the boss's lazy son can't figure out how to do this. Gill must have fallen in the ocean while trying to hang the banner he owes on me. (laughs) That's right, he does still owe me that damn banner. Bubba, what are you trying to do? Why are you coming in here? Mama kick you out? You you've been farting? Dude, Bubba was farting the other day, and it was terrible. God almighty, it was awful. Yeah, I'm talking about you, Fartasaurus. If Bubba was a dinosaur, he'd be a -a Fartosaurus. Uh, so was that a, uh, no for a personal assistant <laughs> asking for a friend? I, 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 he hasn't gotten back to me yet on that. I'll, I'll have to ask him for that. Uh, all right, enough on Merrick Garland, cause that guy's a piece of trash. Let's see. Uh, speaking of pieces of trash is, uh, Canadian Prime Minister Pierre. Ha ha, Wee wee! you have tested positive for covid Four days after you met uh, Joe Biden. Ho-ho!
9: <laughs> Forced by law, by badge, by hood, and by noose. Whoa! Hey now, Joe! Good Lord! So the best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to... Oh, anyway.
6: <laughs> anyway. Uh, You say that makes me laugh. The other day, uh, Hartley was barking out the front door and barked so hard his fart was audible (laughs) in the next room. My son came out just laughing at my dog who barks so hard he farts. I don't want that. What's sad is just being reliable, which is simple. It's so rare that it stands out. Because I've been reliable, I'm about to land a freelance photo shoot for Penthouse. I'm the only photographer the model found in the area that is trustworthy and reliable. That's awesome. <laughs> By the way, uh VCoop. sends me jokes all the time, and I use some of the jokes on a uh, on my TikTok. Today's jokes are so fucking bad. Uh they're so bad that they're so good. Uh what what did I tell today? Oh. <laughs> Hold on. I got to make sure the second one hasn't been taken down yet. Oh, it has it. My dad never told a shitty joke. Why is the food so good at the Special Olympics? It's all made from a slow cooker. <laughs> I came up with that one this morning. I was watching a video on TikTok, and it was like the Special Olympics of cooking. and I I came up with the slow cooker joke oh man let's see that clip where Biden goes ah anyway he got annoyed at listening to himself and just checked out Uh, let's see um so bad, they're so good. That's like high five. I can't unsee it. So yeah, so uh, Trudeau has COVID. Maybe, maybe Joe caught it too. Now I, I don't know what the 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 gist of this story is, and I saw this headline: the city of Uvalde, Texas is working to cover up police records from the shooting. Uvalde police are facing heavy scrutiny in their response to the shooting, which left 19 children and two teachers dead. Police stood for nearly an hour outside uh, of the para-classroom where he carried out this rampage. The city reacted to records requests by retaining lawyers and sending a letter to Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, laying out an argument against fulfilling the request. The city claims that the requested information is not information that is collected, assembled, or maintained under a law or ordinance. <sighs> he got honky pox. Um, why, why, why would they be covering this up? I, I'm just wondering. I mean, is this just I, – I, I don't know. And I'm literally asking the questions, why would they want this covered up? Had they arrested this young man previously and not put his records into action? I mean, there there's so many good stories that go around this. Uh, and, and, and honestly – Focusing on where he got the money for this is, is not one of those really important things I think that we need to talk about. And the reason being is is that, that Tommy and I talked about it yesterday. And by the way, huge shout out to Tommy for being on yesterday. Uh, I know that he's still, uh, under, you know, he underwent surgery last week. So hopefully we'll get him in here before he has to go back again. Uh, Oh, I'm, I'm sure the Texas Rangers are involved, not the baseball team. Not the second-place baseball team. Did we win last night? I I, I I don't remember. I was watching Monday Night Raw. Did we win? Oh, oh, hell yeah! Woo! Rangers came back to beat the Strohs last night? Holy shit! Do you know what that means? I mean, I, seriously, people, do you know what that means? That means that the Texas Rangers... Are only seven and a half games out. Boom goes the dynamite. Here we come. The cops did nothing, so they are trying to protect the cops from being sued by the families, maybe. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's they're trying to just protect the cops who did nothing for an hour. I don't know. Alicia says, COVID is so weak right now. We got 80-plus-year-olds coming in. Their vitals are stable. They just have a cough, whereas the flu is circulating, and people that come in with that look like death. And when I give them the results, their moronic replies, oh, well, thank God it's not COVID. Fucking people are so dumb. Has anybody heard, like, like, I... Like I said, I, I guess I'm a bad person for this because when school shootings happen, I pay attention. But it's it, it and it's look, look. I have the the luxury of not having children in school, not having to worry about this. When I hear it, it goes kind of in one ear, and I, I go okay, and then it goes out the other ear. I've grown used to it, I guess, and and it's sad that I have, and it's on me that I'm not more. Um, empathetic, which I, I'm totally empathetic. I think it's horrible. But has anybody said why they stood around for an hour? I mean, uh, like, like <clears throat> picture yourself and, and you have kids and you like them. Oh, by the way, I did a lot of writing over the weekend. Last weekend, I did a lot of comedy writing and I've got some good stuff. Talk about kids in there. Oh, so uh, who tagged me? Somebody tagged me in a post about this kid who was at, like, you know, Dave and Buster's, and he was running on the skee-ball, and he was fucking with people's skee-balls games. And the kid was, like, I don't know, like four or three. He's running around. He's spitting at people. Whoo-wee. That back porch would have been painted all shades of red. new grandbaby. Thinking, no, I don't have a new grandbaby. My office is acting like covid is back hardcore. They're back to mandatory masks. Mandatory testing sites on Thursday. And over half the office staff for at least 3 weeks has been out with covid. I honestly thought they were just using it for an excuse to have a long Memorial Day weekend. Um but but let, let let's say the your kids in that school. You like your kid, and you own a gun. Well, maybe you work for the police force. I'm breaking the fucking door down. I don't give a shit. I am going to risk my life to save my child's life. So I like, like I said, I'll keep an eye on this story. I, I just, th- I think it's gross all the way around. I do. Wait, isn't it the game, the harder heavy balls you try to get into the, the holes? Why didn't someone just accidentally hit the kid with one of those balls? The videos I've been seeing have been that the they had sent them in, uh, but they were receiving fire back, and they couldn't just start blindly shooting and intentionally hurt, kill innocent children. Okay, they were waiting for backup. Okay, that 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 right there, there you go. I understand that, and I can live with that. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Uh, we we only talked a little bit about this, but Justin Bieber has Ra- Ramsey Hunt syndrome. I guess his face is kind of drooping. How long till his wife dumps him? I mean, I mean that that wouldn't surprise anybody, would it?
5: You're on the air. Who's this? This is Jeff. Hey, what's up, bud? Hey, man. uh, So I wanted to talk about the Uvalde police. Okay, Um, they um, they were there within four minutes. The police the police department was there with seven officers. The problem is the door. Um, The person that you just spoke about was correct um, about them receiving fire through the door or at the door that they were trying to get into. But the door is a steel door, steel frame. So they were not able to break into the door while receiving gunfire it's it's essentially made so to keep the bad guys out the problem is uh so that they could lock down the school and the and intruders couldn't get into the room the problem is the intruder was already in the room and the and the officers were not allowed or not able to get in through the steel door and and steel frame it that so it took too long to do that it's it's a design flaw obviously now they're going to have to do something about it but Um, Well, they they might not have
6: to. If they were to, what would you think is the number one thing that we should be talking about when it comes to school shootings?
5: I believe the number one thing we should talk about is student safety. And I think that the I think that adults need to come to the room and uh, on both sides, not just the gun grabbers but the gun advocates as well mm-hmm. and and come up with something that is reasonable for both sides uh, obviously we don't want kids to die but there are more guns in this country than there are people so you're not going to be able to sure. take guns away from you know everybody and if people do start giving up their guns they're going to be the law-abiding citizens anyway right
6: I, I i mean you're hitting everything have you ever heard my proposal this is my proposal to what they should do with schools Okay. And, and, and we don't have to change anything at the Uvalde school except one major component. Mm-hmm. At the one entrance, and you only get one way into the school, all the other doors are locked from the outside. You can get out of the school, but you can't get in the school. You see what I'm saying? Except if you go through a one entrance where there are at least two guards, if not three, that are armed.
5: There you go. And that's yeah, the that's only way in and out of the school. That's yes, it. Ar- armed guards. You know, know, unfortunately, and like I said, the the toothpaste is already out of the tube as far as there is guns everywhere in this country. We're not going to be able to get rid of them uh, to the point where the bad guys can no longer get them. So we need to come up with something different to make the kids safe. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, A good guy with a gun is the best way to stop a bad guy with a gun. Absolutely. Armed security and the one way in, I'm, I'm on board, man.
6: And and honestly, I mean, you you hit it when you said make the kids safe, which is secure the school first. We can we can we can flap our gums about mental health and then the the right and the left can fight over guns and if you should own them or not. All I give a fuck about is that kids are safe. That's all I care about. That's it. Likewise. All right, man. Hey, have a great day and thanks for listening. You too. Thank you. See ya. Uh, There you go right there. Uh, Andrew says one problem with the story: What about the classroom windows? Why were the police at those windows ready to shoot while the gunman was distracted shooting at the officers? I don't know. well. A lot of the, a lot of the time those windows are going to be kind of bulletproof. You're going to have to shoot a lot through them. They got that that a lot of schools have that wire in the windows, and this is an old school. It's definitely got those. So it's going to take a while to shoot at that, and then he's going to return fire that way. But we, we can all and and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with playing armchair quarterback hell. I've seen so many goddamn movies. How come we didn't have a SWAT team in the roof crawling in the roof and shooting him down on top of his head?'m uh, I'm man Sawyer's dad, you hit that one out of the park because my next story is about this. Ohio has the safest schools in America. It was on 2020. look it up. We spent all this money to make schools safe from COVID, but not active school shooters. Well, and the governor of Ohio yesterday, Mike DeWine, signed a bill into law allowing school districts across Ohio to authorize teachers, principals, and other staff to be allowed to carry guns into the classroom with just 24 hours of training. Dan says, I've got an idea. Make the school a gun-free zone. <laughs> Ooh, there's zero tolerance on it, too. Um, but Andrew, it's a great point about shooting windows. I mean, how about preventing mental health breakdowns and locked schools and background checks? You know, incorporating ideas and agendas from both sides? yes using multiple ideas and coming together fuse into a po- good policy without simply grabbing guns and clamping down on our rights. Mind blown. How many movies have we seen where the heroes come together despite their differences? You'd think at some point our elected masters might figure this out. You would hope. You would hope that the smartest of the smart people, those are the people running things, would do this. I think twenty-four hours of training is a a bit hasty. <laughs> twenty-four hours of training. Now, look, we we we've talked on this show a lot about this. Uh, there's a school shooting in Dallas or near us. Well, I, I haven't seen anything. Nothing on the national news. I'll look it up during the break. Um. I mean, a high school teacher could be pushed over the edge in four short periods. I'd like to think they are more than 24 hours of training with a weapon before being released to tame the hounds we call students. Fuck, we'd see more school shootings in Ohio by teachers by week before spring break. Uh, so here, here's, look, this is my two cents on this, and it, if this... Is if this doesn't meet up with you, uh, okay? Hey, that's fine. We can we can talk this out. Once again, personally, I am not opposed to having trained, armed garter, armed guards, maybe who dress up like janitors. I I don't know. But you know, Miss Garagiola, who's been teaching English for the last thirty years. With her old crotchety ass. I really don't want her having a gun. Stop talking. Clack, clack. I mean, seriously. How many teachers are going to use a gun to get attention of the students? And and here's the other thing. if a student has or if a, if a teacher has a gun in the desk or whatever and you've got a group of students that want to take that gun what's going to stop them from overpowering Mrs. Johnson who's been teaching geometry for the last 15 years what's going to stop them from taking over her and she could be a, a trained marksman i don't think they're going to be wearing a gun on their hip I don't think this is going to be like, you know, fucking Festus down in Gunsmoke smoke walking into the schoolhouse. I mean, that'd be kind of fucking badass. You go to school, you see the principals, you got fucking sidearms hanging down. The mental visual of Yosemite Sam as a teacher. Ah, I right, swear, God, concern
3: it. Oh, Jay. Oh, Johnson, sit down.
0: Kyle, Kyle.
6: Oh, man. (laughs) Hey, warning to all you Tennessee folk out there. If you see a folded dollar bill on the ground, don't pick it up because it could have fentanyl inside. Yeehaw! Even the money in Tennessee is covered in drugs. Jesus. Okay, now the answer would be everybody gets a gun. When somebody starts shooting, everybody shoots the person, nothing will work. Teachers walking down the hall, lever action, hand rapid fire like Chuck Connors in the opening of the Rifleman. Those are fucking cool, man. Chuck Connors was awesome in that. He was good in that, and he was good in branded. They broke the sword in front of him. I'm sorry, the saber. Branded. Branded in front of his son as a coward. When he did the right thing. Mm. That one teacher brings in the 50-caliber the Desert Eagle.
8: <laughs>
6: by the way, by the way, to further the stupidity of this gun talk, Amy Schumer, Shonda Rhimes, and Julianne Moore are among a group of more than 200 Hollywood creatives Asking for a reconsideration of how guns are used on screen. What a dumb bunch of fucking twats. Really. By the way, by the way. Uh, read from the movie Boogie Nights figured this out. Reed Rothschild, also known as John C. Riley, said, "I'm against violence. If we take violence out of movies and violence goes away, poof, I'm cool with that. So because we're going to take guns out of movies and TV shows, then gun violence is going to go down. Oh, it doesn't get much dumber than that i I mean seriously. That right there is some, that full-blown stupidity. Ms. Taylor, I'd like you to stay after class so I can show you my gun. <laughs> it's a knee-jerk reaction to Bill Morris saying guns are glorified in Hollywood. Bill's going to rue his hasty words because they'll be gone and coming for something next. You know, at the beginning of the boys, the first episode. oh, we, we can't talk about it. Being attacked, and what you need to know, their teacher had a gun locked in the desk to protect the kids. And the moment when I saw that scene, it made complaints. In. If trained properly, yes, the teacher should have a gun in the classroom. Okay. Uh, and action movies will be less actiony. Yeah. Did you see the actor from Boogie Nights? It, it, Yes, I saw, and I had that story ready to go. This guy right here. Sorry I didn't get to it fast enough. Philip Baker Hall, also known for his work as Detective Bookman on Seinfeld, passed away at the age of 90. He was also on Modern Family. But we remember him
9: best from saying this in Boogie Nights. I like simple pleasures like butter in my ass lollipops in my mouth. That's just me. That's just something that I enjoy. Call me crazy. Call me a pervert.
0: Yes
6: detective bookman who worked for the New York city libraries died at ninety Cross that story off uh uh damn it you beat me to it yep mm-hmm yeah good old bookman that guy was look look i I love him as floyd gondola
9: I like simple pleasures like Butter in my ass, lollipops in my mouth. That's just me. That's just something that I enjoy. Call me crazy. Call me a pervert.
6: His greatest role, though, was as Detective Bookman on Seinfeld. That, to me, is probably one of the funniest scenes. And, and Jerry almost loses it a couple times is when he, when he tries to return the tropic of cancer. Yeah, I saw they released his uh, booking photo. They, they released Nancy Pelosi's husband's uh, DUI photo. Look, he blew a .8. They, fucking wrestler Jeff Hardy just blew a .29 two nights ago. .8's nothing. So, uh, there you go. All right, we got listener mail coming up next. By the way, oh, oh yeah, we got great listener mail. Uh, v. Coop, we, he has come up with a, an awesome Mount Rushmore. we got to talk about another one that we're going to do this week, probably tomorrow, here at ArnieRadio.com.
4: Tommy and Jane, barely 18, holding hands at the jewelry store. Eyes open wide, staring inside at the ring that they wanted for her. Mister, bring it closer. Mister, can we hold it? I think it's gonna fit just fine. As he slipped it on her hand, Janie kissed her man. Down. And they knew all of the reasons why I was coming round, 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 singing travel Cause in my mind be find when they'd start to hold But now the whiskey
6: Start their tour uh, two nights from now, on Thursday night. They're starting it in, uh, who's he, what's it, Uh, Savannah, Georgia, Brooks and Dunn tour. I don't know who else is on it with them. I know it's a big tour. Uh, But they're going to be in Savannah tomorrow night. Closest they're going to be to you, my friend, right now would be at the Choctaw Grand Theater in Durant, Oklahoma. Salute. Yeah, Brooks and Dunn. They Brooks and Dunn were doing uh, shows with Reba McIntyre down in Vegas. They they had a residency for a while, but uh, now they're going back out on tour. So there you go. Uh, glad to help. And yeah, they only have the first leg of their tour, only like the first month of their tour up. So I'm sure they i I guarantee you they'll be coming through Sacramento. Guarantee it. Um, all right, it is that time of uh, day of the week, if you will. Uh, It is time for Listener Mail, which is brought to you each and every week by our dear friends at JS Floors. The best flooring in the West? Well, let me tell you about the rest. The rest, uh, my sisters are customers, lifelong customers of the rest. That's all you should know, but let me tell you what else the rest does. You see, the rest, they like to show up at bars and restaurants, and they collect all the peanut shells from the ground, right? They get all them peanut shells. They take them home and have sexual intercourse with the shells. And then they take those nasty sexually intercourse peanut shells and they put them in your floors and your walls. Yeah, that that that's exactly what they do. That's what my sister's houses are like. You know who doesn't do that? My good friend Jesse at J.S. Floors. First of all, he doesn't like my sisters either. And secondly, who has time to collect all those shells and then want to have sexual intercourse with them? Not Jesse. No, he wants to come over and give you the floors that you want and deserve. Give him a call at 775-267-4123. Oh, shit. Well, that figures. no stop here. Man, I'm glad to hear they're back together and touring again. I'll be waiting for them to come to Sacramento. Yeah, that's just the first leg of their tour, they, 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 and, uh, Derek. I, I, I can almost, I, I don't know who the tour is. I'll look it up later. But I imagine this will be one of those amphitheater shows in September, probably. I had a very strange dream years ago. I was on a helicopter roof, not sure why, and was with Brooks and Dunn. We ate lunch, and then they tag team me. All right, well, there you go. That's pretty fantastic. The rest say John Wayne plays the same character in every movie. (laughs) All right, so let's get to the mail, shall we? Oh, what a
3: beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call.
1: Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Now, now
3: the first
6: one is an ask question, so uh, we're going to have to sing, and... Last week I debuted a brand new song. We're going to try it again. And then we've got a, a, an old favorite. So I, I hope I'm starting this in the correct place. But, uh... 2020, 20 more hot dogs to go. You want to ask, Barney? Nothing to do. Nowhere to go, you need to ask Harney, just get to write him and do it right now. Hurry, 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 before he bucks a cow. When he doesn't win he eat, he doesn't win he sleep. it gives me the creeps. <laughs> That one. I got to I got to say I'm pretty proud of that one. That one right there is pretty damn good. Holy shit. I might have a career in singing someday. Not any day soon, but. Oh, shut up, Kermit. You sack of shit. There we go. All right, here we go. There you go. And our last song of the day. It's a classic. Haven't done it for a while. Fucking built the shit out of this one. Hmm. Got some problems. I can help you. Don't you worry. I'm a trained professional. We've all been there. Time after time, now you gotta ask so I can help you out. Ask me now, ask me now before I fuck a cow. You sure miss me, that is fucking obvious Fat and fatter is what you've become Don't you really miss me when bonus checks come out? Ask me now Me, it's an old one, cause I fucked the cow. cow. You hear my voice in the morning hours and miss me. The radio reminds me that I'm in the right place. Driving down the road, you'll hear me say all the bad words, like shit to fuck. I can come. It would say, aha! That last part is all... uh, That that, that was all just off the hook right there. So there you go. Now we can get to it. Perfectly executed, my friend. Thank you. Arnie talking shit to Kermit the Frog. Almost snorted out my coffee. Fuck you, Kermit. All your ratings in the gutter. I love that every time. Hitting those high notes is inspiring as dolphin and tuna. You nailed it. Oh, thank you. I can't let you down like the king lets me down and in in, uh, in, in the, the, the melody song where he doesn't go for the big notes. That just upsets me. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, did I do this part? Oh, yeah, I already did that part, and I did that part. Okay, now it says, Dear Orny, I was hoping that you could help me in this situation that I have put myself in. Ooh, look at that, taking a little responsibility for oneself here. Uh you see my boyfriend of 2 years and I just broke up. Oh no. Oh no
0: no, 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 no.
6: And my friends wanted to take me out on the town to forget about him. All right, little, little girls night. Little what? What? Well, after way too many drinks, I ended up hooking up with a dude. Uh-oh. It's not just any dude. This dude works with my ex-boyfriend. Oh, my God. Oh. Jesus. Is it, is it? Is this an old Matthew McConaughey rom-com here? I need your help because you know how guys are. What? How are guys? Oh, I know how guys are. I know exactly how you mean that. Should I call my ex and warn him about this, or should I just beg the guy not to say anything about it? I'm confused and know that this is going to get ugly potentially. Please help Hannah. Hannah, you broke up with your boyfriend in two years. You went out, you got some you, you got drunk and you wanted some dick. What's wrong with that? You you, you wanted some fresh cock. You were, you were in the mood for fresh cock that night. You got drunk. You went out. You fucked a guy. I imagine that you picked him for the reason that he worked with the ex-boyfriend. I mean, that, that might have been going on in your devilish, drunk mind. Still hooked up with him. By the way, why are you telling your ex-boyfriend? Why is it his business? Because it's some guy he worked with? And now he's going to use that against you by saying, oh, did you always want to fuck him while he was working with me? I understand that you are in for a potentially a a rough go of things. But you shouldn't have to apologize. Cowboys girl says, so what? Y'all broke up. You can bone who you want to. Alicia says, letter writer, you pulled a dude move. If he was given a chance to fuck one of your hot friends, he'd do that in a heartbeat. You should not care what he thinks. Best way to get over a guy is to get under a new one. There you go. Now, now let me just say this right now. Do I think it was? uh, uh, Let's ask the pastor about this one real quick. Um,
3: And lo and behold, that wasn't a dink. That was the providence
1: of God.
6: I don't know about that. I think it might have been the providence of Hannah being upset and drunk. Because it wasn't just, as Pastor would say.
1: And lo and behold, that wasn't a kawinky dink.
6: No, it was not a kawinky dink. That you fucked a guy that works with your boyfriend. I'm sorry. I, I, I look. Hannah, I'm here to help you out. <sighs> Matt says, I saw this girl's story on the ID channel. It ended up with a shooter situation in the workplace. I couldn't help myself. (laughs) Look, well, maybe I'm being too adult, but what does it matter? You're not with your boyfriend. You have no obligations to him. If anything, his friend from work should feel bad. Sounds like he picked you to bone. Maybe he wanted to make it awkward with the ex. Let it be done that you have to apologize. Uh, let it be, uh, let it be, you don't have to apologize for getting some. Do you think he would apologize? Yeah, exactly. They, yes, uh, Douglas, they did break up. He and, uh, Hannah and her boyfriend of two years broke up. She went out with friends. They went to a club. They went to a bar. She got drunk and got dick. And the dick was from a guy who works with her ex. So let, let, let's just uh, Hannah, Hannah you, you you sound pretty young on this. So uh, from the 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 words of especially the ass family ladies here, why do you care? Move on. And and look, hey, maybe it was better dickin' than you got from your boyfriend. And your boy look look Sounds like you're immature, which probably means your boyfriend's probably immature as well. So this will be a big thing. Let, 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 let's just ask family, <laughs> and just accept you're a Protestant whore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anna, stay away from Douglasson's <laughs> uncircumcised dick. And it's fair game. Uh. Look, if you guys are immature, this is going to be uh, this is going to be one of those things that drags out. I don't know Hannah, do you want your boyfriend back? Was this your way to screw this guy to get your boy I I don't know. But what I'm here to say is this right now. If you are really broken up with him, then it shouldn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. You're done with him. You want to recycle his cock for later, go ahead, but you're done with him now. just move on. Douglas says, "I am circumcised. My son isn't and he just recently discovered that his penis has a mask." <laughs> Douglas likes simple pleasures, like lollipops in his mouth and cauliflower in his ass. <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. Yeah, Hannah, Hannah. Hannah, let's let's put your big girl panties on real quick and just say, "Hey, I did what I did. I'm moving on. There you go. Now, but Hannah, if you did use this to get back with your boyfriend, you are an evildoer. I'm just telling you right now. Uh, All right. All right, let's move on. Uh, next letter here, let's see. All right, scumbag, oh. pay
3: attention. It's yes, time sir. for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck
6: do you want? Arnie. Mm. I was just wondering if you could please, please explain something to me. I'll try. I see that the lawmakers in Washington are throwing all the abortion laws at us now, as well as guns. Have they forgotten about immigration, or are they waiting for that to be a little more close to the election? Besides that, what else do they have to run on? That's from Melissa. Um, let's see. I, I asked that same question uh, yesterday uh, of Tommy because we're sitting here, and, and it, it's June right now. It's the middle of June. Good shit's about to be released on TV and movies, man. Elvis, I cannot wait for that Elvis movie. I'm fucking pumped about next week for that. Pumped for this week's finale to The Offer, and of course to watch The Boys because that show's awesome. But uh, it's June. The elections aren't until November, so we got July, August, September, October. We got four months until the election which doesn't seem like a long time, but it is a long time. Oh, immigration will uh, immigration will mark its head back up. Uh, isn't there like a, a caravan of like 20,000 on their way to the southern border right now? That'll show up again. And you know what they're hoping for. You know what they're hoping for. They're hoping for another George Floyd between now and then. The lawmakers won't say it. The Democrats won't say it at all. And the Republicans won't say that that's what they're dreading. But I will tell you this right now, Melissa, that is the one thing that... I don't know if it carries enough now because of the fiscal shithole that we're in. But if there was another George Floyd-like incident that happened that polarized the world well, allegedly i mean you know uh, according to to joe biden
9: um where is it but even dr king's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that george floyd's
6: mm-hmm. death did i i think that's the most ludicrous thing that he has ever said uh, adios, fam. It's my Friday. Can't wait to get, uh forget, uh, to get this day behind me. See y'all manana. All right. You have a great Friday. Oh, I was tagging the photo. What the hell? View post. Um... Uh, the the immigration thing that they'll throw that out there. like I said, the, the George Floyd thing it but I honestly I, I think that people care too much right now about the economy. I think that like a George Floyd thing could throw a, a, a small monkey wrench into it. but this this red tidal wave that is going to uh, it, it's going to be terrible for the Democrats. And I heard it was out who put it this way to me in a text message. And she couldn't be more correct. We're going to have this red wave happen in America where we see Republicans taking office. And it is for nothing that the Republicans have done. The Republicans haven't done anything. It's for all the shit that the Democrats have and have not done. This is why they're getting booted out of office. means then the Republicans will have to do something to stay in office because people are watching. But as far as what they have left on to run, look, they're going to, the, the, it'll keep going in circles that look, the Supreme Court has to weigh in about Roe versus Wade at some time before they close for their summer. Or or they shut down, you know, you know how their season stops. They they have a weird season for the Supreme Court. When when their time ends, boom, we're gonna see massive protests on that. Massive. By the way, if you are anti January sixth in the insurrection. If you think all those people should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law, then you will also agree that everybody who is in front of Judge Kavanaugh's house should face these same penalties, correct? Oh, wait. Oh, the, oh, because that one served your purpose, so you don't think so. You think they're okay, even though it's against the federal law to do so? Oh, okay. All right. I, I, I see how you're playing. Okay. By the way putting that out there uh so melissa keep active keep watching i promise you they'll throw out more shit to you as as the days go on all right i sorry i I didn't mean to depress people about elections and shit like that
3: get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up maggot it's time for mail call suck in your gut
1: it's time for mail call okay now what the fuck do you want
12: arnie
6: Um, and, uh, I in no way mean to put you down with what I'm about to say. Well, thank you. Thank you for the warning. But if a 50-year-old podcaster who will be a radio icon, who will always be a radio icon, is right about so much stuff, how dumb does the government think we all really are? Like I said, no offense, but your record is pretty good when it comes to figuring this political shit out and nobody else is saying anything. Well, that is why I have sound effects like
7: this. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! (laughs) I'm the greatest man in the world! See, that replaced dick,
6: because I thought this was a little too pompous.
3: Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so.
6: And honestly, sometimes when I'm not correct about something, I just have to tell you about something and you don't want to hear it. You
3: need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy.
6: I I look better in a black hat anyway. Uh, Like I said, nothing offensive, but your record's pretty good about that. I had to fill out my pronouns on a card the other day, and I put Jesus and Christ up there. Americans, start using your fucking brains and stop letting your feelings run your lives. That's from David. That last part is well said there. But oh my God, can you imagine that? My pronouns are Jesus and Christ. <laughs> what do you know about Christ's parents? <laughs> His dad, Jerry, is a great guy. <laughs> Sometimes I just make myself laugh with this shit. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think that's hilarious, David. Um, I, I take no offense to that. Let, let me answer it for you. The government thinks that you are serfs. If you don't know what a serf is, a serf is, is pretty much the lowest form of life form in certain, like, old colonies and the way they, they used to look at the kingdom. The serfs are pretty much the slaves of the kingdom. And that's the way the federal government looks at everyday normal American citizens as serfs. They know they can push our buttons. They can do things that, that make us react. And when we react that way, they govern us on that. Even though they were the ones. Peasants, yes. The lower class. Man, I can imagine English class is so much more difficult these days with these new pronouns. No shit. (sighs) Ratberger says, um, The writer's issue with the government and politicians can be summed up by the entrenched career. Politicians are totally lost and confused now. We have lost all faith in institutions. They are struggling to control us. That's the biggest thing here, is that we've been yelling about something for, I remember hearing it as early as the Ronald Reagan era politics. And it's two words. And it's, it's the two words that are kryptonite to every politician out there. Term Limits. If and, and by the way, no politician will ever sign off on that. No politician will ever sign off on the fact that they're going to vote in favor of term limits because now they're going to say, well, we can only earn all this extra money in so much time. The, great, the way the government was set up was that you served your government for four to six years. And then you went out and you made a life on your own. The system has been corrupted so badly, so incestuously, that our future leaders are already on the path to Washington, D.C. There are some kids right now who have just graduated from Harvard or Yale that were a part of the Skulls. And the Skulls are a a secret society there, not a very secret society, but a secret society enough that's full of politicians, judges, people of industry, and the actual runners of the world, if you will. And it's been that way since probably the 30s. There's no stopping it. We can yell term limits all day long, and it's not going to get anywhere. We know that would, that would really – if you had a broken down car and you fix the transmission, you've done a hell of a job at repairing your car, and that's what term limits would be. But there's so much other shit you still got to fix to make it run right. That's not going to happen in our lifetimes. We we can sit here. We we can go to a mountaintop. We can yell, term limits. Term limits, you sons of bitches. And that's as far as it's going to go. Yeah, I want to vote myself out of a job. Uh Uh-huh. Never happened. But it would be a major fix to America. So whenever you hear these politicians out there, when they're on the campaign trail and they're talking about fixing America and making America this and making America that, and I'm not talking about the idiots running for president. I'm talking about the idiots that really run the country, the House and Senate. When you hear those people, they're all fucking liars. Every single one of them, Republican, Democrat, all of them. You just got to figure out which one is lying for the stuff that you want. Because if they do want to make America awesome and fantastic again, they'll all be in support of term limits. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And if they're all in favor of it, then why not pass it? Because it will never be passed. Sorry to spend so much time on something that will never happen there. All right, next one. Suck in
3: your gut! It's time for mail call! Don't move! Stay where you are! It's time for mail call! What the
6: fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie. Uh, this is from V-Coop. He says, Arnie, I got a bracket for Celebrity Ass match puppets. And, and and he put them in here. Now, I, I've had to change a couple, but this will be Friday's. The celebrity and, and I know that we've done Muppets before. These are puppets. Now, there are a couple Muppets involved, maybe. But these are puppets. We will be doing the, the Celebrity death, death Ass Match or Ass Death Match for puppets on Friday. Tomorrow, we have the Celebrity Ass Death Match of Rapey Creeps. Who is the rapiest and creepiest of these? We said it in passing last week, made one up. We will do it tomorrow. But VCoop, great job. Thank you so much, my friend.
3: All right. Moving on. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call.
1: Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie.
6: No, I got got to get some sound effects ready for this. Where? Oh, there we go. Uh, Is everything all right? I don't know if he's writing about yesterday or not. I mean, I didn't hear you going on about your Longhorns getting into the college baseball World Series. Oh, did I, did I not address that yesterday? Oh, well, goodness gracious. First of all, let me, let me say congratulations to little brother Texas A&M. You also are in the college World Series for the seventh time. Congratulations, seven times, wow. That's pretty incredible. Especially when the Longhorns have won six and you have won zero. This will mark the 38th time that the Texas Longhorns are in the College World Series and they'll be getting their seventh title this year. So help me God. God bless America. God bless you, and God bless the Texas Longhorns. <laughs> I have to say that losing game one on the road and then taking the last two with a seven-hour delay as well. I hope they go far in the tournament because I know another Texas team is in there as well. I won't mention them out of respect for you. Hook them. That's from Phil. Yeah, college, uh, A&M takes on Oklahoma in game two. Texas takes on Notre Dame who Notre Dame knocked out Tennessee, the number one seed in the entire tournament, which I laughed and laughed and laughed about. So, yeah, game one is Texas versus Notre Dame. Game two is Oklahoma versus a and I think Ole Miss is in there, Stanford or Connecticut, somebody like that. I don't care. All I care about is that burn orange team that's in there, and they will win yet another national title. Yes, Freddie kid, you are on the air.
5: Yeah, you didn't give Texas or your Phil, whoever that was, didn't give Texas like the win. Of a, they 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 didn't just win. They came in and whooped that ass during that ten-hour delay. Yeah, oh, I know. I they know, came I... back. The first guy hit a home run right off the bat.
6: Mm-hmm. Oh, look, yeah. They they were up nine to nothing in the second inning. So that that game was an ass whooping.
5: Yeah, that was an ass whooping. Mm-hmm. They were just fucking around. Game one.
6: Yeah, they, they so, weren't there. They, they were like, here, East Carolina, show your little fans something because it was at East Carolina Stadium.
5: They just wanted them to see three games worth what it was like.
6: There you go. And they gave them the all-day right, all experience on Sunday. <laughs> Texas a is so dumb, they sometimes use bad grammar and call themselves Tex-is or are. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see. Uh, so, yes, Longhorns are playing for the national title, or will be, hopefully. Uh, all right. Yeah, I didn't I didn't say anything because, you know, Tommy's not a Longhorn fan. And, you know, he's hurt.
3: Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's
1: here.
3: Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay,
1: now what the fuck do you want? Arnie.
6: I was just wanted to say everyone usually says after Tommy's on the show how much we enjoy you two riffing off each other. And especially when he makes you laugh so hard. Is that really how you guys met in high school? Was after some girl threw up in class? I have to admit that I really enjoy all your growing up stories and life stories as well. I hope you never stop broadcasting. Uh, that's from Julie. Thank you, Julie. Yeah, is I remember because I, I I went to a I I went to Brian Adams High School for one year and. Uh, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like to go because uh, everybody I worked with and all my real, real good friends went to South Garland. So transferred back. And I it, I didn't go to junior high with a lot of those people. So uh, it, w- it was a new experience. And it was the fifth day of school, literally the fifth day of school. And I got talked to by Mr. Van Horn. Uh, that was this big vice principal we had, a hulking man. Who always just looked clueless in the face. Big fat face, but looked clueless. And uh, I I came into the cafeteria and I had the Yvonne Drago hair. And I was working at the water park, so my hair was bleach blonde, of course. I was tan, I was Nubian. I was probably the most beautiful thing in the school. And I heard a whistle across the lunchroom. (whistles) States! I, I, I didn't know they knew my name. I mean, he called me in front of the entire, and, and look, man, my hair stood up about three inches. It it was it was a magical flat top. And, and, man, he pulled me over. He's like, you know your distraction, right? I said, how am I a distraction, sir? I, I went, And I wasn't even trying to be a smartass. I was scared. He's like, you got to cut that hair. I said, okay. It is okay if I get the same style? He goes, yeah, you just got, You can't be that high. I said, okay, went and sat down, ate my lunch, and then I had English class. That was my sophomore year in high school. I had English class, and uh, I'm sitting there, and Tommy walks in, and and he, he, holy shit, he's like, hey, man, hey, what'd they say to you? You got to get a haircut, man, that's bullshit. You look like Drago, man, and then he went and sat down. And I was like, okay, this guy's cool. And, and and we talked a little bit. It was about a week later. About a week later, we're sitting in, and we had this amazing English teacher named Miss Hip. Miss Hip was the coolest teacher. And Tommy would ask her. Tommy once asked her if she was a female wrestler. <laughs> Not kidding. And Miss Hip could whistle through her nose. If I could describe Miss Hip was like, kind of like, she was Mrs. Doubtfire before Mrs. Doubtfire came out. That's what she reminded me of, but, but a younger, a much younger version. And we were in Miss Hip's fucking English class, and it was chili dog day. It was the first chili dog day of the year. In May, in high school, we had some good chili dogs too. And this girl is sitting next to Tommy, because Tommy has to sit at the front of the classroom because Miss Hip knows him. And I'm sitting over in, in 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 the S spot, and all of a sudden this girl just stands up. Nobody would just stand up in class back then. This girl stands up, and all the, everybody's eyes go to her. She goes, Miss Hip, and, and she just fucking projectile to where Tommy, who was right next to her, holy shit! He did not say that. He said. Oh my God, that's gross! And these were the desks that were all connected that you had to pick up the front and the back of to be able to move. And he sashayed all the way over to me, and I was crying. I was laughing so hard. Miss Hip threw him out of the class. Oh my God, that was that to me is still one of my my all time favorite Tommy stories was that. But I mean, like Tommy and I just. We got each other. We, we made each other laugh. We did shit to make each other laugh. And, and I still think that Tommy is funnier than I am. I mean, I'm a pretty funny guy, but Tommy is so much funnier. Because I, I, I remember, I have to tell these stories. Wait, he got thrown out? Your entire class didn't vacate the room? No. Oh, no. Miss Hib had that thing cleaned up. She had napkins down on that. It was a girl puking. It wasn't like, you know, some guy after 47 beers. She just puked up the chili and the the hot dog. God damn, that was funny. So uh, we'll fast forward about a year and a half when Tommy and I were working at the water park. And then uh, luck would have it. I worked at the water park before Tommy. And then Tommy got a job there because we all, I was like, dude, you got to get a job there. He came there and man, oh, man. Our friendship went from, like, one to a million because of all the fucking crazy shit we did. I remember I, I almost lost Tommy, too. The true story. Uh, at the water park, one year we were getting the park ready to open. And there were a few of us that were trusted to work in the off-season to keep the park clean. And we were a part of that group. And Tommy took a drink, but he didn't realize that he was drinking like chlorinated bleach or, or, or chlorine or whatever. He thought it was water. He had to fucking go to the hospital. He was all sick and everything. Hey, we were freaked out, but he, he, you know, he got through it. But the the greatest Tommy story that <laughs> where the holy shit came from. Tommy and I would uh, we were talking about it a little bit yesterday. Like if the, if nobody's parents were out of town, we would find a party or we'd go down to the boat docks. I mean every weekend we were going to drink beer. That was I mean that was just ingrained in stone. That if it was it wasn't me or Tommy, it was me and somebody, and and Tommy would hook up with us later. We're all going to drink beer in the weekend. So Tommy and I went to this party. And we were told it was a party, but it really wasn't. And this started our our party terrorism days. And if you want, I'll tell you about the party terrorism. But this was the, this was the, uh, what do they call that when a serial killer starts killing? This was the breaking point right here. So we're at this party. And it's, it's kind of the richy uppity kids. They're kids that we know. And a few of them, like the girls we liked, because the girls were all cool. It was all the stuck-up boys that they were dating. I mean, Tommy and I could have performed some robberies there because we were a lot cooler and we would go get beer. And these guys, it, these guys' big thing were, they, I think this was like the, the cocaine area of the school because there were some kids whose parents had a lot of money, including this fella and a girl who came to the party late. Pull up, they come in, and they're just talking. Oh, my God, we just went to, we just got back from Six Flags, and we rode the log ride last. Oh, my God, it was so crazy. We got soaking wet. Oh, my God. The girl was the homecoming queen. And a a girl I knew a long time, but she was was a goody-goody. She didn't, she might have, like, a wine cooler a year, or two, maybe. Super nice, super friendly. Never had anything against her, except that she was kind of uppity. But the guy she was with, oh, we didn't like this fucking guy. And he turned out later to be a fucking <laughs> Marine Corps gunnery sergeant, so I don't talk to him anymore. That motherfucker would end me now. Uh, but this little roly-poly fellow named Wes, we didn't like him. His daddy was a minister, and he was, he was just a dick. I did just, just a fucking dick that nobody liked. So, Tommy and I decide we're gonna leave this party. We're gonna go over to Steve Serber's house where he's installing a car stereo, and we're gonna drink Jack Daniels until we punch Tommy in the stomach enough to make him throw up. This is the precursor to that. So we had been drinking already, and we're like, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna split. We'll see y'all later." So as we're leaving, we see Wes's car. He's a dude, and he drives like a Honda Prelude. But it's a brand new one. I mean, fucking brand spanking new. And the whole time they were in there, they were talking about how they rode the log ride last to where his seats are all wet now and everything. And they're laughing. Tommy looks at me and goes, hey, man, let's piss on Wes's car. I'm half in the bag, and my my dear friend Tommy tells me we should piss on a car. Of course I'm going to piss on a car. So I run over to the driver's side, and I start peeing on the handle. And this is where this first happened. Holy shit! The first time that I remember hearing, holy shit! was followed with his sunroofs open. And before I could even think about getting up there, Tommy was on the hood of this car and just pissing all inside where these seats were already wet due to the log ride. To this day, my, my, my favorite Tommy story. Uh, I got kicked out of classroom in high school for laughing at a student or more accurately saying to the teacher, I told you so. We had one of those piece desks All of them were the newer, larger plastic chair, metal frame style, a bit larger and more comfy than the smaller wooden ones. Um, A new student comes into our our near-full class. She's the largest girl I've seen at that time, and we only had one desk open, the smaller wooden piece of shit ones. Teacher points her to that desk, and I say, Miss, so-and-so, I can take that one, give this one. (laughs) Yet she refused. I made the girl sit in the desk, and as soon as she got situated, it creaks and bends and breaks under the weight, and she fell and broke her wrist and was stuck, uh, stuck in the chair, and me popped off with, I told you so. That's the last thing I said to the teacher before being kicked out for good. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I told you so. So, yeah, so I I, I tease you with the, if, if you don't know the, uh, the, the party terrorists, Tommy and I then, we would go to parties, high school house parties, and we would take shit from there. And these are parties that sometimes we were invited to and sometimes we weren't. Like, if, we're, if it was somebody cool that we liked, we wouldn't fuck with them. But if you fucked up, if you crossed me or Tommy and we found out you were having a party, you were going to get busted. We we started by stealing remote controls because back then they didn't have the ultimate, you know, the universal remote. I think at one time, our I, I think each of us probably had about 10 remote controls. Then we started unpla- uh, unplanting flowers from inside flowers, just leaving them outside. The best one I came up with ever was, we remove pictures from picture frames on the walls. Nobody pays it. look, as a kid who threw a bunch of parties in high school and you don't want your parents to find out. Look, you cleaned up everywhere, right? I mean you'd fucking mop, you'd vacuum, you make sure you'd make sure the house didn't smell like beer or vomit. But something would always get you caught. It would be one thing that got you caught. Yeah, and it was those un, those those empty picture frames. The greatest night ever happened was the night that Jay, Tommy, Trent, and I and you don't know Trent and Jay, but they were our friends. We showed up at this party that that was a, a rival high school's party. Tommy heard of it from like a friend of somebody's brother. Tommy's like, "We're going there, man." I said, they're going to have all kind of beer there, man. Shit, let's go get some. So we're like, okay, cool. So we get this party, and the plan was to steal as much beer as we could. Okay. So we go in there, and, of course, I go on my rounds for remote controls and things like that, and this party is bumping. I mean, there's a bunch of people at this party. I don't know any of them, so it's perfect. Tommy goes upstairs to get the beer. There's a problem, though. It's Milwaukee's best. I mean, and
0: you you don't
6: want that. So Tommy instead decides to urinate on it. Now, while he's doing this, the other three of us are downstairs and we're throwing all the cast iron uh, uh, pool furniture in the pool. Until dad walks out and goes, what the fuck's going on out there? And our dear friend Jay, who was the smartest of the three and probably the soberest, said, sir, we just ran off some kids that were throwing uh, your your stuff in the pool. Oh, well, thank you, boys. You guys can come in my room and have some good. So we deduced that this was a divorcee party. Parents were getting divorced. Dad wants to be the cool guy, so he's going to have a party, a beer party. Oh, by the way, as soon as dad closed the door, That glass top table was in the fucking pool. And Tommy peed on the beer and we left and we did not get any beer. Tommy ended up giving like four Hulk Hogan leg drops to the kid that was, the kid that hosted the party thought it was cool that we were there. And then some seniors from Lakeview showed up that we knew. And they're like, yeah, we're here to steal the beer. We're like, you don't want that fucking shit. Milwaukee's best implies it's the best in some region. Do you think people from Milwaukee are only drinking that beer and saying those saps in other cities don't know what they're missing? No because Milwaukee's best we called it the beast. There was one there was only one other beer that we hated more and that's the one we got when we were on spring break and that was old Milwaukee. Whew. boy you want to talk about some beer farts God damn. The, the best party terrorism we ever did, Tommy and I, uh, Tommy peed in the Dew's shampoo, and I peed in the family's Listerine bottle. Now, see, that, that <laughs> no pun intended, that shit's gold. Uh, I still drink old Milwaukee beer. Oh, that was rough. Well, that was a rough spring break trip. All right, moving on. Let's go.
3: Hey, here! Listen up, it's time for mail call! Not Bucket, it's time for mail call!
1: Okay, now what the fuck do you want?
3: Arnie, Arnie, Arnie.
6: Okay. I know that if anyone, all caps, will know this, it has to be you. And yes, because you are the fat guy that everyone trusts. My wife and I got into it about how to make mac and cheese. Sometimes when I make it, I put hamburger in there, and she thinks that's wrong to combine foods with mac and cheese. What is your take? Hmm. Hmm. Oh, do you, Ogre, how you spell my name? I went to Chick-fil-A last week. I went to go get some mac and cheese, right, at Chick-fil-A. Motherfucker in drive-thru spells my name A-R-I-N-E. Arin, A-R-I-N? How is that like Arnie? Good Lord. I see a G-E-D maybe in your future. Jen says, I like hamburger and the mac and cheese. I like hot dogs in it. I like Polish kielbasa in it. I like meat in my noodles. It's okay, I can't believe people spell ogre, O-R-G-E, org. Uh, By the way, nothing wrong with putting that. Hell, sometimes when I'm feeling froggy enough, I'll get a can of tuna, put it in there, break up some Tostita chips on top. Man, I got like a tuna casserole. Meat and mac and cheese like peas and carrots. You goddamn right, hot dog. We just had hot dogs and mac and cheese. That shit is Delicious. You put an overabundance of mustard on there as well, it makes it even better. Yeah, yeah, Cale, I didn't want to point that out. I, I didn't want to point out that he likes Hamburger Helper. I, I, I know. But the wife thinks it's weird to put anything in there. Dude, there's so much you guys, like, like when I get a, a box of Kraft macaroni and cheese, man, I get to play around. I've got like 14 different kind of cheese in there. Oh, it's good, it's good, and and here's the thing: I, I like it drier. How do you guys like your mac and cheese? I, I I don't need it really uh like creamy or runny. I don't like that kind. Of, I don't like soupy mac and cheese. I I don't like soupy beans. Like it like you get baked beans. I like baked beans to be like you you could put it on the side of your house and then put siding on it, and then it won't ever go anywhere. That's how I want my baked beans cooked. I saw an old boy on TikTok the other day. He made some, and I was like, ooh, now that's the way to go. He actually did bake them. Uh, But don't put a cheese puff in there. I put salsa and celery and carrots in my mac and cheese and pretend it's Mexican- Pasta Primavera. There you go. Oh, man, mac, mac and cheese is. I, I need to do the kielbasa one. Boy, that sounds really good. Like Polish sausage. Have you ever put pulled pork on your mac? Oh, absolutely. Open two boxes, dump one out, use two packets in one box. Bomb. Yeah, that. hey, straight fire, that used to be the secret ingredient was the two boxes of powder. Oh, I've done that. I did that. Pissed my dad off. Oh, Jesus Christ, you're wasting all this. I'm like, I'm not wasting it. I wasn't going to eat it anyway. I need the cheese, Dad. To me, uh, there, there are a few things out there that that, that taste as good to me as, like, I, I love the flavor sensation between cheddar cheese and eggs. I think it's fantastic. But it's still it, it, it's barbecue sauce and mac and cheese. They have to live together. Barbecue sauce and mac and cheese just go together. They, 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 I mean, I know a lot of people will put ketchup on your mac and cheese. And I've tried it. It's okay. Barbecue sauce is the hands-down winner on, on mac and cheese, though. Uh, and then have a brain aneurysm from all the sodium. I use two slices of Kraft sliced cheese and a little more milk than the directions say. Oh yeah, I mean I, I got slices of fucking craft in there, I got fucking slices of cheddar in there, I got slices of Moonster in there, I got Parmesan sprinkled in there. If we've got the uh the, the the liquid nacho cheese that we love so much, I got a spoonful of that shit in there too. Oh I'm just telling you right now, when I die, my body is never breaking down. This is why I have to be cremated. Oh, boy. What what
3: now?
5: I have to just say, I'm sorry I'm driving, y'all. But uh, the reason why I'm better than everybody, except for you, Arnie, because you're in my level, too, mm-hmm. is we have the mac and cheese factory just down the street. That is okay, true.
6: Goodbye. That is true. We, we do have craft macaroni and cheese being made here fresh daily in Garland, Texas. Uh, Ratburger says, uh, let's see. Uh, get yourself, get yourself, you know, (laughs) anyone who does not like to add stuff to mac and cheese is clearly a domestic terrorist. I'd be watching my back. Hot dogs, burgers, pepper jack cheese, cheddar, whatever. Just keep loading up the craft. Uh, extra butter, less milk, more cheese. The only way. Okay. I just threw up a little in my mouth when (laughs) on ketchup and barbecue. Yeah. Look, look, people put it on there. I'm just saying. Oh, two words, pimento and mac and cheese. Andrew, I need to find the right pimento cheese to use. See, that's my problem is I don't have the right. Re- I have some that, that we get from Sam's. It's got Gouda in there, Oh. and that shit is Gouda-licious. And I got some regular stuff. But, yes, I've had the pimento mac and cheese from Hattie B's. That, to me, that's still the best. That's the best macaroni and cheese Close second is Chick-fil-A. I, I, I got to say, as far as mac and cheeses go, you got Hattie B's, which everybody can't get. So if you want top tier, I need to try Popeye's. Fred says, Velveeta shells and cheese is the only mac and cheese. Fight me. No, that, that one's good. Like, like if, if we do the, the, the hamburger with that, we'll use that one. That's a good one to use for that. Because that one, you can allow it to get creamy, and then the oil from the beef will suck. Si- but I like I like my mac and cheese like, just I want carbohydrates. Boom! I don't want like milky, the, the creamy. I want I I want just like I want you to be able to get it out in an ice cream scooper. Bam! That's what I'm talking about. No, no, there are no noodles and company. Oh, uh, I I found it. Braddy kid introduced me to noodles and company too late. Damn, that place was good. Their beef stroganoff was off the chain. But yeah, we don't have them here. That just sucks. The worst mac and cheese, uh, Annie's gross. I've never had Annie's. I tell you, whose wasn't very good was that. Uh, what's that shit barbecue place in in, in Sacramento? Lou Seals. Boy, I tell you what, man. Lucille's, that, that place was overpriced. And their mac and cheese, it tasted like fucking hand lotion. You ever, yeah, you ever like, you know, you put lotion on your skin and you touch your mouth or something, you could taste the lotion? That's what their mac and cheese tasted like. It was terrible. Chick fil A sauce and mac and cheese, orgasm in a pot, yeah. Boy, you had that Chick fil A sauce to pretty much, you know it's really good on? You ever get them, like, little biscuit breakfast sausages? Oh, man, Chick-fil-A sauce knocks the shit out of that, boy. They discontinued their beef stroganoff? Those fucking bastards. Annie's is high-end boxed. I think it's sell organic. Oh, there you go. That's why. I don't want any organic macaroni and cheese. None of that, no. But yes, Charles, Charles, it's okay to put whatever you want in your mac and cheese, brother. It's okay. You you live your life. Your wife, she don't want anything in there, then too bad for her. She's missing out. Uh, all right, a couple more letters to go here. Hold on.
3: It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. What, what
6: the fuck do you want? Arnie. Uh, I know that you eat a lot out uh, in restaurants in Texas, but I was wondering if you had to make your best meal, besides steak, of course, what do you think it would be and why? And that's from Carl. Um, i don't make a lot of meal meals. I mean, mac and cheese I can make and hot dogs and all that kind of stuff. And, and there have been a couple things that we've made that we've seen on TikTok, and I'm getting the air fryer down. I, I think I've got the wings down now. I'm very happy about that. Uh but it would have to be something with eggs. I think my my favorite meal to make for me cuz I'm the only one in the house that eats eggs cuz I'm normal. Uh it's no thing that my dad taught me. It it's it, it's probably my favorite breakfast out there. It it's literally one of my top 5 favorite foods. Uh if you get those uh, breakfast toasters, you know, they've got, like, egg and cheese and, 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 and bacon and sausage in there. If you get those and you toast those up, and my dad used to have this really cool pot that he would uh, poach eggs on, and he could poach six eggs at a time. Now, I've never been able to find one of those pots. I'd love to get one of those pots. But what I do is the old-fashioned way. Uh, there, there's two ways I make my poached eggs. Depends on how hungry I am. Number one way, if I'm really hungry, I make them in the microwave. Crack open an egg into a glass that has a thick bottom, like a, like a beer glass, not a stein. But you crack it in there, and you cover it with a plate, because like a, a serious plate, not a paper plate, like a real plate. And you microwave it for 24 to 26 seconds, and it might pop in there because the egg will pop. But you will get good poached eggs that way. Or the old-fashioned way is you boil water, you start to see you start to make it swim or, or go around in a circle, and then you pour your eggs in that way, and you can poach your eggs that way. A little bit more time uh, can it, it, it's way better though. It's way better. But yeah, I would say that meal right there, Carl. If you want to know what my best meal is, it's uh, my dad's poached eggs and uh, toaster toaster scrambles. Oh wow, you, you found oh you found me a six egg poacher pan. There it is. That that's what Dad used to have. How much is that? Oh, I can get one with four cups for only twenty five bucks. Okay, that's not bad. That, I'd love that. That those are awesome. That's perfect. I'd use that like a motherfucker. I had the same egg poacher growing up. I just sent you the link. Yeah, fucking a. And, and I love poached eggs. And those are my favorite kind of eggs because they're fancy. But since you asked me, that, Carl, I'm trying to think. What else, do I make anything else? I haven't made I haven't made frozen pizza because I haven't found a good frozen. What's a good fro- that, That's a question I have for you, ass Family. I have a question for you. If you had to only buy one more frozen pizza, what would it be? yeah that that that's a real question because the last time I ate Tony's and and I was a big fan of Tony's because they used to be dirt cheap and then everybody started buying them because they heard me talking about them. They used to be literally. They used to be a dollar seven cents a pizza. Now they're like four dollars, and that was before inflation. Uh, I had no clue they were fancy. Uh, to think that I was living all fancy and shit in the hippie community. Well, that's how they make, uh, you know, uh, a- eggs Benedict or with poached eggs. All right, let's see. Here, or in, I'm talking frozen pizza that you can buy at a grocery store. Fruschetta Rising Crust, a close second but different category, Motor City Pizza, Detroit style. Okay. Let's see. Uh, lots of Monza. I never heard of that. Oh, God, Tony's made Chuck E. Cheese taste gourmet. I know. Man, I got sick the last time I ate a a, a Tony's, and it pissed me off because they used to be the best. Totino's Pizza Rolls, does that count as the last frozen pizza I'll ever buy? Okay. Is Fruchetta still around? I haven't bought frozen pizza in years. You can buy frozen Chuck E. Cheese pizza here. I haven't had a good frozen pizza, and, and look, I like Totino's, but I know that's no good. I've seen that Paul Newman gets the write-ups. I was just wondering if anybody had, like, a good go-to. Anyone old enough to remember Oh Boy Pizzas? No. I don't remember that one at all. Bready, is that, like, court-ordered punishment? Chuck E. Cheese is, like, the desperation pizza. Hey, look. Now, see, the thing is, I I got into this with her yesterday about Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese back in the day was good. They did something to change their recipe, and they're bad now. I admit they're bad, but Chuck E. Cheese, man, still has some good memories. Red Baron. I haven't had Red Baron in a while. And I don't want any of that goddamn French bread pizza. That shit's hotter than Hot Pockets. Y'all ever get that? You remember Mama Celeste? Mama Celeste had them, or even Stouffer's, the French bread pizza. You get that whole big-ass hunk of bread, and a little bitty pizza on top, and the pizza was gone after your first bite, after they'd been sitting in the oven for the last half hour, cooking it like 600 degrees. God damn, those things burn the shit out of your mouth. What was the other highfalutin frozen pizza other than Franchetta? I'm blanking. I think it was another WAP name. Was it DiGiorno? Let's see. Hold on, DiGiorno. Is that that yeah, there you go, DiGiorno. Hold on. What did you send me here, uh, Nebraska? What's this? Okay, Brew Pub Pizza. Ooh, that looks good. Is it Target? $7.99? Mm, all right. I might have to try that one out. Brew Pub, Ladza, Madza. Well, I like that. Looks like a lot of cheese on there. What about Pizza Hot Pockets? Do those count? Those things are, I I won't, I, look, I. I. I I've surrendered. I have surrendered to the Hot Pocket people. I cannot eat them anymore. I can't do it, man. Every single time, no matter how long I wait, no matter how I try to cool those things down, the first bite still hurts. I am doing the definition of insanity. I'm doing the same thing, expecting different results. And I like Hot Pockets. I'm not one of these guys who anti-Hot Pocket because, oh, look, so much sodium, so bad for you. you think I care about that shit? I mean, there is nothing worse than just waiting, and you're just smelling that hot pocket the entire time, and you know you can't bite into it. Oh, it smells so good! It smells so good! I can't do it yet. It hasn't been 40 minutes, and then you know when you get to minute 39, you bite
3: in, you go, "Oh, goddamn, it's hot!"
6: Anyone say Tombstone for frozen pizza? Oh, I haven't had Tombstone pizza in a long time. See, I like that Laza maza because it looked like it came with a lot of cheese. That's the bad thing about frozen pizzas. They don't come with enough cheese, in my opinion. That's just in my humble opinion. I just scrolled up and saw Pam. He said, oh, did she? Uh, Tombstone. There you go. All right. Sorry about that, Pam. That was no, that I was not trying to shun you there. If I was trying to shun you, shan- uh, uh, sassy, sassy, Pammy, show wrecking, home wrecking, communist who wants to punch me while I'm down, I- I'd let you know. But thank you for saying that. Bagel bites are still the bomb. All right, all right. Yeah, that's where hot pockets got their inspiration was from the French bread pizza. You gotta uh, split them open it it seems. At, oh, at the seams. So, you have an open face, two pieces hot pocket. The heat escapes, the steam releases, and you can pretty much inhale the hot pocket with any worries of a visit to the burn unit. My mom, my, my kids mastered this at like 10. It was quite amazing to see this. Why have you never shared this with me? I mean, I've cut them in half, I've blown into them, I've cut them in half and put them in the refrigerator. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I once put, it, I once made Hot Pockets, cut them in half, and actually put them in the freezer. Let's see. Uh, five bucks at Walmart. Get a good franchetta pizza. Add some uh, pepperonis, pepperoni, onions, peppers. It's all good. Better than eating at a good pizza place. Try it. Okay, I might have to. I wonder if Pammy will ever visit John Wayne's tombstone. Probably just to spit on it. Why can't we just deliver a bunch of recently cooked Hot Pockets to Iran and North Korea so they have to substitute nuclear power source with all the radioactive danger? No shit. It's like Joe smelling a 12-year-old's hair. He can smell it, but he can't have it because it doesn't. (laughs) I figured anyone who eats them regularly did this. Same with cupcakes. Only way to eat them is split them in two and make a cupcake sandwich. As a fat girl, I figured out, without any help from others, I figured the drive to eat them drove my sons to figure it out. I know a person that eats cupcakes, like Hostess Cupcakes. Um, I know somebody who eats cupcakes, but they don't eat the cream inside very strange. Uh, if you see Nathan's bagel hot dogs, buy them, uh, warm them in the microwave and then air fry them for a few minutes. Eat them with lots of mustard. Ooh, bagel dogs! Oh, the original. Oh, Doctor, whatever his name was, Doctor Einstein's bagel dogs. Oh, those were fucking life changing. Yeah, Brady kid, that's you that eats the fucking. Stuff weird. But there you go. And I bet every time you see that, you think, gee, that girl doesn't
3: swallow. <laughs> All
6: right, final one here. And then I got a few more stories we'll do before we end the show today. We won't take a second break. Uh final one here. Let's see. Bagel dipped in Chick fil A sauce. Boom goes the hard on. It. Oh. Not man. bucket.
3: It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call.
1: Okay, now what the fuck do you want?
3: Arnie.
6: I wanted to ask you what you thought the greatest faction was in wrestling all time and what you think of all the factions in AEW. I'll start with the second question first. Uh, remember Frankenstuff hot dogs? Yeah. Oh, I remember those. I, we, back in the day, uh, I'll get to your wrestling question here in a second. Hey, Ogre, you're right. You're absolutely right. But I'll get back to the wrestling question. Back in the day, we had good shit. We had hot dogs that were actually stuffed with cheese. We had peanut butter and jelly in the same jar. Nobody got hurt. We had good shit back then. Now everybody's so worried about health consciousness and this and that. There are some of us that don't care. Bring back Dinobites. If you've never had a Dynabite, it will change your life. Deep-fried gobbles of cheese with pepperoni in there. Oh, my God, they were so good. And in this world with air fryers, Dynabites should be, they should be the richest company in the world, not Apple. Oh, man, the Dynabites, oh. We would eat those like they were going out of style, like, for Sunday football games, if, if it back when I was friends with this person, if our two teams were playing each other and we weren't at the game, we were at his house and we had Dynabites before the game and big thick-ass ribeyes during the game. Cookie Crisp cereal. Whoever released that is the most evil person in the world because all that was was cookie crumbs. That was a cookie factory. Selling their crumbs for profit. Oh, I love cookie crisp. Back in the day, we had good shit, though. I mean, remember all the different puddings we had? Man, we had tons of pudding out there. Swiss Miss pudding. Shit was good. Now we have all this clean eating shit and vegan stuff here and be- stop. Ooh, how about a Mount Rushmore frozen foods? Wow. Okay, so I have a question about that. The, the Mount Rushmore frozen foods we will all just assume that pizza is already on the Mount Rushmore. I I, I won't waste any time with pizza. I I, I, I like it. I, I'll work on it. Dynabites will definitely be on there. Oh, those were so good. God damn it. Why can't they still be around? Spoon candy pudding. I don't know what that is. Cookie Chris was just a box of cookies with a jacked-up price. Absolutely fucking genius marketing. Oh, it was one of the smartest marketing things I've ever seen done. Frozen grapes go on that list. I can't put frozen grapes on this. This has got to be for, like, Hot Pockets. and, And, oh, oh. You know what I had last week? I had one day for lunch last week. And it was, a, it was kind of a fancy one that was like the, the cheesy, bacony kind. I had a Marie Callender's fucking pot pie. Just the regular, old, plain Marie Callender's chicken pot pies. Dude, I could do some damage to that. That was good shit. Pot pies would definitely be on the list. I mean, and, and to think about, like, how I would break it down. I like the frozen foods idea. Don't get me wrong. I like it. But, I mean, would, would we have to go TV dinners? And, I mean, Mexican TV dinners back in the day were fucking better than, than some of the regular, like, uh, you know, whatever, the fried chicken. Fried chicken was a pretty good TV dinner. That was. That But the Mexican ones were fucking good, too. The Mount Rushmore entry requirement list, high caloric intake, like little to no nutritional value, and the ingredients of questionable origin. Uh, Marie Callender's pot pies ruled in the restaurant or frozen. Oh, I, I love them. KFC's chicken pot pie isn't bad, but the crust is only at the top. Uh all right, so back to this. That shit took like an hour to make. Oh, I remember that. I hey, look, I was the last kid in the neighborhood to get a microwave. My life became so much easier as a child when we finally got a microwave. Hunger Man Fried Chicken with the brownie that was molten lava. <laughs> God, yes. And, and if it wasn't multa lava, it, and if you had, it, you'd made it, you, you finally get to eat it after you eat the the, the shitty water down. That was the grossest thing were the mashed potatoes because the ice would melt into them, and they'd be all kind of watery and gross. But you'd eat that, and you'd eat either your Salisbury steak or your chicken. And the chicken fried steak one is pretty good. Uh... But then you get to that and it's hard as a fu- it, it's hard as calculus. You try to bite into that shit and it breaks off a tooth. Yeah the old hungry man meals. When I think about our freezer back in the day, it was paper wrapped meat from the uh, yeah from years from the slaughter and those cans of juice you would mix up, never fun stuff like frozen pizza. No, I mean, we, I look, I remember my, one of my favorite things. We had a broiler growing up, and my parents let me use the broiler because they like to live dangerously. And I would make pizzas in there. You remember, you'd get like little bitty, like self serve pizzas. You get like 10 for like $2, and they were terrible. I mean, they, there was nothing pizza about them except the word. What I would like to do is I, I would like to get one of these. And I remember like, I'd be home from school one day, and I'd eat one, right, because, like, the school got canceled or I was sick. I'd always have one of these pizzas, and different strokes would be on in repeats, and I'd make it right, and I'd cut off a big old hunk of Velveeta and just put it on the top. And, like, half the Velveeta would kind of melt, but then the top of it blackened because it was in a broiler. Yeah, never burned the house down, though. Thank God. Had to wait until my 40s to do something that dumb. I say Wonder Bread uh, gets into the list due to back in the day, it was for sandwich, hot dog buns and hamburger buns, so it was universal. Interesting. Speaking of microwaves, Arnie, what have you blown up or melted down in a microwave? I haven't fucked around too much in microwaves. I I really haven't. I was always too scared. Like, I I look at the microwave, like, when we first got a microwave as a kid, like, I was so excited about it. Because I saw what all my friends' moms were using, and the food was coming out in, like, 12 seconds. Yeah, I've never ruined a microwave. I think the worst pops and blow-up I have are with eggs because sometimes I might microwave them for like 27 seconds. So you get a big pop. You'll get an explosion. Now, back to the AEW question. Uh, The greatest faction of all time in all professional wrestling is simple. It's the four horsemen. It started the idea of factions that will never, ever be duplicated. They will never have – there will never be a group of men. And I, I'm going to take Ole Anderson out because Ole Anderson was a hunk of shit. But when you had Barry Windham, Ric Flair, Tully Blanchard, Darn Anderson in the same group, that was the greatest group of all time. Now, there have been a lot of alliances in in the world of wrestling, the Dangerous Alliance and WCW. At one time had stunning Steve Austin, ravishing Rick Roode. I believe Kurt Henning was in there too. That was a pretty spectacular group. The second greatest faction, though, of all time has to be the NWO. Uh, Ogre says, adios familia, going on my break, and then compliance training for the rest of the day. It means, like, I di- Joe Tiger, uh, I can't say the N-word. What? Wait, what? You can't?
3: Going on here in this country, it's absolutely pathetic. I can't say the N-word.
6: On the Los Angeles niggers. Whoopsie daisy. Whoopsie. The NWO is the second best, and and it's kind of tied with the dangerous alliance because I think the NWO ended up jumping the shark kind of. AEW has too many alliances. An alliance is more than three guys. Sometimes it's right at three, but usually it's like four guys. And they got too many of these groups now. I I I, I don't care for all of them. Uh in the AWA or EAW, AEW. I I there's no faction that I like right now. But thank you, Stan. I've been seeing pictures lately of uh, people posting old wrestling programs. Some of the matches back in the day were so phenomenal. Bruiser Brody and Abdullah the Butcher. Michael P.S. Hayes and the Junkyard Dog. Mount Rushmore uh, Gen X buying a VCR. Getting a microwave, the original Nintendo. MC Hammer, Good SNL, Crystal Pepsi, PayPhones, Hacking Vending Machines for Money or Free Soda, No School Shootings. That's a good call. Yes, we had the Atari 2600. Hooked it up to the back of the TV. My dad was nervous as shit. Do you think back in the day, the TV is the most expensive piece of furniture you had back in the day? AW Greatest Alliance Vanilla Ice Cream and Root Beer and Cheese Curds. Ooh, Cheese Curds are pretty damn good. I gotta admit that. Jelly Shoes, you left that on the list. Oh, right back in, oh, 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 back stuff there. parachute pants the epitome of cool that's what happened in generation x you don't believe me all right
0: let me just tell you real quick i am generation x we are the coolest generation we know how to give change without a computer we use paper we are analog we are the last golden generation you're
6: goddamn right it's true It's true. Uh, We are. And I'm sorry. It cuts off in 1980. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. What's on tonight? We got wrestling on tonight? Oh, we got NXT. Ooh, season finale of the Mayans is on tonight. You've been watching this season of the the Mayans. It, it good season. I'm afraid they got way too much though to 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 hang on tonight though. I'm not not excited about that part. Oh, I still got a couple more stories for you, by the way. Amber Heard, Amber Heard's an idiot. This is Amber Heard. She's been doing some interviews lately, and, and she just sounds so. She actually sounds dumber than her lawyer. And I know that's saying something. Without Gen X, the world would have no computers. You got that right. Because we're Gen X. We're bad motherfuckers. Just ask us. Oh, why is TMZ so damn long?
1: I don't care what one thinks about me um, or what judgments you want to make about what happened in the privacy of my own home in my marriage behind closed doors. I, I don't presume the average person should know those things and so I don't take it personally, but even somebody who is sure I'm deserving of all this hate and vitriol, even if you think that I'm lying, You still couldn't look me in the eye and tell me that you think on social media there's been a fair representation. You cannot tell me that you think that this has been fair.
4: There's no polite way to say it. The jury looked at the evidence you presented. They listened to your testimony, and they did not believe you. They thought you were lying.
1: How could... I'll put it this way. How could they... Make a judgment? how could they not come to that?
0: Well
6: well, how could they make it because you were doing cocaine on the stand and you talked about your dog stepping on a bee. Mm-hmm. I heard her actually say how this affects the First Amendment and and you know what? I got to give credit where credit is due. Savannah Guthrie, Oh girl. Oh girl, you showed you showed some chops as a journalist. As Amber, not in this video, in another video, is talking about how this is infringing on the First Amendment, uh, and then says something about you know I I you know the First Amendment allows you to speak truth, and and Savannah Guthrie goes well that's the part right there is that you weren't telling the truth. You see. Amber believes that you should be able to say anything you want. She even talks about yelling out the word fire in a crowded movie theater. She says you can't do that, and I wanted wanted to respond with, and you can't call out crowded movie theater in a fire. Amber Heard is quite possibly one of the dumbest people walking the face of the earth. I mean, for real, if you really think that, that your case, you wrote an op-ed that slandered the shit out of a man that cost him millions of dollars, you lied, and you think you should be able to get away with telling lies. Now, if, if Amber Heard wants to come on this show, I'm going to tell her something. I'm gonna look at her and go. Excuse me. Uh, you, how was your First Amendment? Uh, uh, how 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 was it infringed upon? Well, I'm being fined for this. Well, you're being fined by who? The federal government? Oh, the federal government's not finding you for it. So your First Amendment rights haven't. Been, were you arrested for it? No, no. Oh, okay. You were sued for it because you slandered a man. All right. That, I just want to make sure. So what she wanted to say, she wanted to speak her truth and wanted us to take it as truth, but that's not how it works. You spoke your truth, he spoke his. The jury heard and decided that you were a liar. I think we need a bit of more to address Amber. The results say it was a lie. (laughs) This is just another spoiled, entitled brat who thinks they're always going to get their way because she's attractive. Uh, sorry, you ran into fucking Johnny Depp. Stupid ass. I ain't got time for these people. I, I, I just don't. Amber Heard is turning into the Catherine Hegel of the 2020s. Mm-hmm. So there you go. There's Amber Heard's stupidity. We talked about Philip Baker Hall dying, Mr. Bookman. Oh, speaking of books, today is a huge day. We, we might start to see the inferno in Washington, D.C. today because Hunter Biden's ex-wife Kathleen, her new tell-all memoir is released today. She says it's not about who's right or wrong after filling, or, or spilling family secrets. I mean, damn! Do, do, oh, we have the we have the owner of
10: uh, the the writer of this. There's plenty of shade in the desert.
4: You just gotta know where to look. Mm. The housewives of Dubai have arrived with a lot of money and gold.
0: <laughs> so Has
6: been, anyone been stoned on that show yet? I'm waiting for that to happen. Come on, get through this damn ad. Oh, I was got some big old hoots. Here we go. Here we go.
7: At what point in your marriage did you realize that Hunter had a drinking problem?
0: Tuesday, the emotional and deeply personal first TV interview. This is not a story about
1: who's right and who's wrong. This is my story.
0: Tuesday on Good Morning America.
6: There you go. Oh man. Uh, Are they American women or Indian women? I'm wondering now. Uh, I think they're both. I think there's some Indian women. I think there's some maybe English women in the new. uh, I I heard it's not very good. We have an expert on the uh, housewife shows. Her name is You're Out. You're Out watches those shows. And she said that the Indian one isn't that good. So there you go. I, I like the Dallas one. The Dallas one because I wanted to be on TV because I was going to see where they were filming, and I was going to go and, and put myself in there. By the way, anybody see Christina Aguilera? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Christina Aguilera decided that she was going to go out and be a part of the, uh, the, the L.A. Pride Festival. And, uh, yeah, she played a little bigger part than she thought she was going to play. And there are people who are upset because it was an all-ages show when Christina was uh, rocking around on stage wearing a gigantic fake cock. A gigantic green cock at the parade fest, which was all-ages. And by the way, man, oh, man. Congratulations, Christina, for not missing a meal any time in the last 58 years. There's one picture of your damn tits about to hang out your damn shirt, you moose. She performed at L.A. Pride, let's see, with, uh, with who Lady Marmalade and all that kind of crap. She did dirty, uh, just just awful, awful shit there. Way to go, Christina. And that's what's wrong with the alphabet community. Uh, all right, let's see. Am I going to do this one? Uh, le- let me do this. I- I'm going to end the show with this one. Now, I have not been able to uh, confirm this or deny it. I do know that last week we talked about how Todd Phillips has a script and possibly a title in place for The Joker Part 2. The sequel is allegedly going to be called Joker Follet et Deux. A French term refers to madness shared by two. There is a small rumor going out that Lady Gaga is in early talks to star in Joker 2. And that it will also be a musical. (laughs) Now, like I said, I don't know if that's true, if they're just trying to throw us off the scent of this movie. But I I don't need another Lady Gaga-inspired movie... And now this, really? Come on. A musical? Joker the musical. I I, I hate our world. I hate our world so much. You're going to ruin such a good opportunity in a franchise with Joker 2, Electric Boogaloo. That is terrible. By the way, that's why Elton John's movie didn't do dick at the Academy Awards. Let me tell you, it wanted to do a lot of dick. But you made it a musical, and it sucked. And just like Fred says, musicals are gay. So there you go. All right, that's going to do it for us today. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Until then, please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So adios, everybody. uh uh, wait, wait, hold on before I answer that question um, uh, They're talking about uh, Lady Gaga And uh, are they really going to have Adele oh, You dick, you dick No, Adele is not going to play Harley Quinn Hello Yeah, I, I know it's you
7: It's me Thank
6: you so much
11: I was wondering well if after all these years you'd like to
6: meet Yeah, in, in, in the shark cage, that's where I'd like to meet you. So until tomorrow, adios, everybody.
11: Take you back Girl your memory Won't ever haunt me Cause I don't love you And now if you'll buy that I got some Oceanfront property In Arizona From my front porch You can see I got some oceanfront property On. I never have, and that's a
0: fact
11: I won't follow, i try to find you Cause I don't love you, now if you'll buy that I got some oceanfront property and I See the sea, I got some oceanfront property in it. By that, i throw the golden gate in free.
8: You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at arnieradio.com. Stop it, stop it,
7: stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now.
3: I am going to go get lights.
7: Goodbye. See you
1: tomorrow. Hey, 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 goodbye.